And welcome back Kaboom! to the Hank Strange Situation. That's right. Wife Make sure you guys subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notificated on every time we go live. We are live. We have Kevin Mikulowski. Am I saying it right, Kevin? There you got it. Kevin Mikulowski. <laughs> messing it oh up God. already. Of the USCCA, he's here joining us as our special guest. We've got Babyface P. Kevin, we always do uh, jazz hands. Just to yeah, get everything sideways going. like jazz this, hands. or you can do or, it however or, you want to. You uh, could throw okay. in your own little twist no. to jazz hands. All right, <laughs> I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because we are live. Yes, that's this is uh, episode 469 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast coming to you live from Gainesville land in uh, north central Florida. That's where I'm at. Where are you at, Kevin? I am in beautiful Iola by God, Wisconsin, uh, right oh. in the middle of the state, one hour straight west of Green Bay. Yeah. So. Is it by God or by God? Uh, by God. Oh, God. God. <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, you you got to draw up oh, that. Wisconsin. 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 Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy. If anyone out there is from Wisconsin, let us know. And, of course, Babyface P also in uh, Gainesville. That's right. Yeah. Uh, by way of Tampa, if you could say, how Tampa. do you say Tampa? Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then we also we also have here just briefly behind me. We've still got. We can't get rid of Kevin Monder of Jolly Old England. Did you just call him Kevin Monder? Oh, okay. what am I saying? Richard Monder. Richard Monder. Yeah, just too, it's getting too. It's too confusing. It's getting very busy around yeah, here. It's, yeah, it's too confusing. But we do have uh, Richard Kevin Monder. <laughs> do you have a middle name? James. James? Yeah. Oh, okay. Richard James Monder. Keep your hands off my balls up there, please, if you don't mind. Don't mess with those. Those are for uh, instructional purposes only. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we've got, we've, we still have Richard here. Now, I'd, I'd like to listen to this tonight. I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like, not hanging like, around. He's yeah. he's peace out. Night, so. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's going to go find him a nice lady. And, yeah. And, you well, know. He's going to be hanging out. He's going to be hanging out in the in the background. But you're leaving tomorrow, right? Yeah. Leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah. Basically. So anything you want to say to the folks here before you uh, before you get out of here? Thank you very much. It's been wonderful. Uh, Walter yeah. has been wonderful. Richard Hughes has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babyface, yeah, mm-hmm. great guy. No, you know, yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, I've got to get this right. Uh, Bam, oh, there, there it is. Yeah. He looks kind of ghostly because I got a, I have different lighting, you know, yeah. complexion. I yeah. got all the lights on again. <laughs> yeah, but no, thank you to everybody that's been in the chat and everything. It's been a wonderful week. Right. Um, yeah. Well, we yeah. Uh, expect you back soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks for being here. I uh, hope you get back to England safe. Yeah. Um, if, if you folks out there want to get in touch with Richard, what's the way for them to do if they want to? Uh, my YouTube channel, um, RJM1011. <laughs> Okay, RJM1011, go follow his uh, YouTube channel, and you can communicate with him through that and ask questions and stuff like that. And you will see him in some videos that we put up here. Once I get him out of here, then I could actually get back to editing stuff. Get back to work. Yeah, Yeah, I could get back, so we'll get that stuff. Thanks a lot, Richard. Appreciate it. All right, cool. Um, And then, like I said before, our special guest, Kevin Mikulowski. Got it. Got and it. I'm a special guest. I'm not just a guest. Special, I'm yes. a special guest. Yeah, very, <laughs> so. he's, he's special. 
in, in a good the, way. Oh, okay. And I was going to say in all the ways, but okay, in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> He's here from USCCA, and uh, you know what? I don't want to. Um, I don't want. I don't want to forget to or or not mention the fact that uh, the show is brought to you by Franklin Armory today. So thanks. Uh, shout out to the guys, the folks at Franklin Armory for supporting. The podcast here, we appreciate you guys. I would like to ask everyone out there, like, smash the thumbs up. Make your comments right now. Kevin is here to talk about concealed carry um, and pretty much whatever else you guys want to talk about. A lot lot of USCCA. If you don't know what it is, we'll get into that here in a moment. I don't know. I'm trying to go over. Richard's been messing me up with a British accent, so I can't help it. I just keep, like, switching over to a British accent for no reason. Yeah, so <laughs> so we're gonna get into that, of course, you know, and and we've got Babyface here. So um, let's let's start with Kevin. Can you uh, explain to the folks out there if they've never heard of you, never seen you, who you are, who the uh, the USCCA is, and how you came to uh, be part of the? Well, I, I actually just got a fat promotion here at the USCCA, so I am now oh, a director of media for the entire company. Well, uh, it's good being a director, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, department head. Uh, what does that mean? Folks, all, uh, now I have to do like fifteen or twenty um, employee evaluations and and oh, uh, make sure that you know people show up for work on time and, and got to hang out with weirdos yeah. on podcasts, right? Yeah, and yeah. and do all that sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> so I'm I'm uh, I'm moving forward. I started as the executive editor of Concealed Carry Magazine back uh, seven years ago. Um, when Tim Schmidt said he wanted to make this thing really big, and uh, he invited me to take a look at his magazine and said, would you like to come work for me? And I said, I really don't like the looks of that magazine. I would change the whole thing. <laughs> and uh, that, apparently that's how you get hired nowadays. Oh, right. So it's, uh, um, we took the magazine from uh, 48,000 um, reader member subscribers uh, up to 320,000 this uh, this last month. So oh, wow. um, we must be doing something right. And uh USCCA, that's United States Concealed Carry Association, um, we provide education, training, and legal protection for responsibly armed Americans. You know, we are we are here to serve people who have chosen to protect themselves and their family. That's it in a nutshell. So uh, uh, any way we can do that, um, that's that's what we're after. Okay, very cool, very cool. Um, yeah, so I know there's already questions coming in. We'll probably get to that here in a second, in a segundo, if you guys don't, you know, give us here, uh, uh, give us a minute. Um, do you have any follow-up things, Babyface, that you want to know before I... What, um, I've never read the USCCA magazine. What sort of things do you guys... Is it mostly about concealed carry, or do you have just sort of gun content? Yep, we are uh, We are very specifically, and, and I like to describe it by what we're not. We are not your dad's gun magazine. That's a, mm-hmm. exactly not it. Um, mm-hmm. We will do the occasional gun review and, and follow-up and stuff like that, but we're looking at um, every element of concealed carry from... Um, pre-threat indicators all the way through the aftermath of a, of a deadly force incident. So um, we look for things that are that are outside the mainstream. Um, in the next edition that's coming up, we're starting a huge four-part series on uh, the troubles that truckers are having on over-the-road um, truck driving and stuff like that. So we've uh, we've actually put a, a reporter out on the road traveling with truckers. I think he put on 35,000 miles and uh, seeing what's going on and, and the stuff that they have to deal with out there. And, and uh, um, lots of different aftermath stuff. We've uh, we've talked to people who have been involved in self-defense shooting. Um, we had an award-winning story about a guy who was forced to shoot his own son because the son was killing the mother, and uh, oh, the father had to step in and do that. So, um, that and and just what happens to people 
um, afterwards, uh, because that's a big thing. You know, your self-defense incident takes 30 seconds. It stays oh, yeah. with you the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, those, yeah, those are the sorts of things we like to talk. Yeah. about. Yeah. A lot of stuff to a uh, lot of stuff to unpack, um, a lot of stuff to unpack over there. Uh, the 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 uh, trucker thing is interesting because we've spoken a friend of ours uh, the Tyvin show I don't know if he's out there he might the Tyvin show might be out there someone let me know he actually is a truck driver and a gun guy uh, he does you know he does YouTube stuff and all that and he was uh, he was explaining to us that in some states you can carry while you're you while you're right. in the truck and then some states you can't. Yep, and uh, and crossing over from state line to state line can make you into a felon almost immediately. And and there's lots of guys who are realizing now, lots of criminals who can steal the contents of your truck, and then they don't have to deal with like the federal enhancers for drug crimes or anything like that. So there's all sorts of incentives for people to be stealing the stuff that truckers are hauling mm-hmm. over the road. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of trucker policy, like company policy, that you can't carry, right? Yeah, absolutely. And okay, and why? True. It, you know, and think about where these guys are going and they're driving at all hours of the night. And uh, mm-hmm. um, one of the stories this guy came up with was he there was a a system of shaken down truck drivers in Chicago where the guys were leaving the yard loaded up with stuff. And if they didn't pay the dude at the gate, he would just call somebody on a cell phone or text him up and say, this guy didn't pay his tax. And wow. he would get robbed as soon as he made it out. Yeah, of the mafia. Yeah. That's those are mafia <laughs> so, moves. That is, yeah. <laughs> That's some organized <laughs> stuff going on there. Yeah, right? those are mafia so. moves right there. It's 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 so crazy. I mean, and, and truck drivers, if people don't know, are are carrying some. Um, I'm sorry. Let me flip this over. It's annoying my head. Sorry. Uh, truck drivers are carrying some. Um, they so, carry the backbone of the country. Yeah, but the, but they carry they're, some they're, expensive things. Yeah. That people oh, yeah. They carry yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Think about a truckload full of microchips or something like that that's going back and forth through Silicon Valley. I mean, yeah. there's some very serious money going up and down the roadways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and then there's the case that we saw over in England, right? Um, where like, remember, where the uh, they they found this tractor trailer and it had like what hundred bodies or something in it. Oh yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I don't know that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, 39 bodies? Okay, 39 bodies. 39, Richard yeah. is saying. From Vietnam. Jeez. Yeah, from Vietnam. And and so and then that guy is held responsible for that. I think that the guy who was driving that is in jail. But what, what are you supposed to do? What are you exactly supposed to do if you're a truck driver and going through those things? And we have truck drivers here in America that would go through that. I don't know if in your reporting they did any border crossing. No, we didn't. Oh, okay. We didn't leave the U.S. because uh, we're, we only mm-hmm. cover our folks if they're in the U.S. You know, our uh, mm-hmm. our membership benefits stop at the U.S. border. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's so. that's pretty interesting. Uh, when is that coming out? Uh, the first part comes in January, and then okay. it's going to be in every edition for the next four months. So. Okay. Um, yeah, we we put together probably ten, twelve thousand words on this. It's a nice piece. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, let's see here. Okay, Special K, uh, who's in the chat, says uh, USCCA member right here. Awesome. Shout nice, out. thanks. Yeah, yes, uh, and one of the reasons why uh, Kevin is on is because, you know, I like to share my journey of everything I do with you guys out there. And Lola and I, officially, as of last night, we are also USCCA members. It's- right here, up in here. I don't, I mean, I, you know, I'm just, uh, like, you know what, here's the funny thing I have to tell people. I've, I've, I think I've known you for some time, Kevin. Right? Yeah, it's got to be five, six years now for yeah. sure. So. <laughs> and did you notice? I'm just like getting. I'm just getting on now. 
<laughs> you know, full disclosure, but I've, I've known Kevin. I've known of the uh, USCCA guys. We've talked about this stuff. I've been at different events, like I did at an event with Maj, where we had uh, some people there, and we were talking about this and thinking about it. And it's just one of these things. It's always made a lot of sense to me, but it's one of these things that I didn't do. But then lately, I was talking to Lola. I was like, you know, times are getting really tough and, 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 and crazy for gun guys, for 2A guys, and then I'm kind of like a little bit, I don't think I'm like not famous at all, but I'm putting myself out there. And I was like, oh, I, I might want to get, <laughs> I might want to do some stuff in case something goes down. Yeah, you, yeah. you know you've made it when you get your own protesters, you know, so right. people are coming out <laughs> to protest Hank Strange, then you know yeah. you've arrived. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, so I decided, listen, we have to do this, and I'm going to share that with you guys. And, of course, like Kevin is coming on for that reason to talk to us about some of these things. Uh, we're going to try to get Kevin to actually come out, do some shooting, hang out with us and all that. And you'll see us doing um, other things. I'm not trying to get anyone, you know, to – I'm not saying, hey, go sign up for USCCA. If you do want to, we put some links in the description of this video um, there's some different things that we'll talk about as we get into it here, but I'm trying to like share this whole thing with you guys and ask questions and get all of that going myself. And it's happening live right here with the rest of you. So there you go. We're going to say, so I, go ahead. I really want to point out that, you know, I'm not a sales guy with the mm -hmm. USCCA or anything like that. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, we do sell memberships. Yeah. We do want people mm -hmm. to join. Um, I'm the content creator up here. Mm -hmm. I try to answer everybody's questions and we were talking a little bit before we started, I don't care who you are. If you own a gun, I'm going to support you. I'm going to help you use that gun effectively to defend yourself mm -hmm. and to make sure you get the best possible legal protection if you need it afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I found that you guys have never tried to like do a hard sell or anything like that with me. Yeah, you know? it's a um, yeah. it's a journey just like everything else. You know, when mm -hmm. uh, um, I believe we have a really good product and and people in. Uh, who are considering uh, protecting themselves and their family, they'll take a look at it. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll take a look at our competitors and you know, we hope that they'll choose us just based on our service. That's the way we want to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Um, these are decisions. Look, I'll tell you guys something like a long time ago, a long time ago before I started doing this, I think when I was actually very young, maybe like 20 years old, I did, uh, I did sell life insurance with Primerica and I know people have all kinds of opinions of those things. But it's, you know, and then no one wants to talk about life insurance, let's say, right? No one wants yeah. to talk about that because they're like, oh, are you wishing that I die? You want something to happen to me? I was just having this conversation with Babyface and his wife. He just got married. Um, and yeah. I, was say, I was saying, look, you need to get life insurance. And here's the thing. In me doing that, there were people who we literally signed them up for a policy and like a month or two later, someone died. And then that policy got paid off. And if they didn't have that policy, they would have all these, you know, all these bills and debt and stuff like that that went behind it. And the thing that we just don't think about is that, you know, OK, we carry guns, we have concealed carry permits, whatever it is, and we're out there doing things. What happens if something something yeah. like if you that's, actually defend yourself, a, a, what happens then? That's the thing that that's the thing that I don't think people realize. And I'm not I'm not a member. I've been considering it for a while signing up for one um but that's the thing that people don't realize is there are take take the most famous case in the last 10 years was the zimmerman case he won yeah. his his criminal trial but there are still 
the potentiality for civil lawsuits, uh, wrongful death lawsuit. And even though he won his criminal, you can still lose that, that civil trial and, yeah. and money is spent out at like getting yeah. lawyers, things like that. Like that costs mm-hmm. huge amounts of money yeah. that will break you. Mm-hmm. And and people need to understand too that we're the good guys. After a shooting, mm-hmm. we wait around for the police to come, yeah. and we assist in the investigation. Mm-hmm. Which means we are we are in effect making sure that we need an attorney because we're going to stand there. Right. We're going to wait for the cops to come, and hopefully, you know, you don't say anything. You tell the police officer, "I'll give you a full and complete statement after I talk to my attorney." Exactly. Um, that, you know, that's that's the right thing to say, but. When you feel like you've done the right thing, you want to tell everybody, "No, I, I did the right thing." And and honestly, um, you could end up, you know, needing, you know, what's going to be twenty five thousand dollars out of your pocket right away just to get an attorney to show up at the yeah. courthouse. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you can get into lots of trouble for that, and not even that. Like so, like you know, the cops who show up may not be the ones sometimes, but not. It's not always necessarily those are the people who want to do it. But you you just got yourself involved in something that especially nowadays is going to be news. So yes. we, we had some shootings at, at Walmart, at least, was it one or two yesterday? And one of them, I think, was stopped by a guy that was carrying legally and all that. And like you just said, Kevin, you know, he's going to have to deal with that. Somebody, someone might want to sue him. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and again, I, I'm a firm believer that the police officers ought to be investigating every use of deadly force. I don't want people just throwing mm-hmm. shots around the neighborhood and running away. Mm-hmm. I want cops to show up when there's a shooting mm-hmm. and we stand there and we wait for them. And then we try to explain what we did and why we did it. So mm-hmm. at the USCCA, we try to teach you to do it correctly every time to make yeah. sure that, you know, that you're doing the right thing. Honestly, mm-hmm. the best fight is when you're not in. I, I tell people all the time, run away. If you don't have to be there, just run away. See, that's, that's the thing that I, during my, I try to instill this concept during my CCW classes that, um, cause it's really easy to say that, you know, your firearm is your last defense, last, absolute last line of defense. Yep. And you get people that come in that are like, okay, whatever. But you, it's hard to distill that, that concept of it's okay to run away. It's okay not to kill somebody. Like that right. is a good thing. If yeah. people get to go home that day, insurance will pay for things, whatever. Like you don't have to kill a person. Um, yeah, and then think of the consequences that come after that. Absolutely. And, and everybody who owns a gun and puts it on their hips. They think they're going to win the fight. They're convinced yeah. they're going to win the fight. Yep. They might not win the fight. So avoid it because then you make sure yeah. you stay alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it seems like, you know, even the cases, I think, where you're on your own property and it seems like, oh, this is open and shut, dude. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> lawyers that's, that's will you, find yeah. something mm-hmm. to try to snag you on every yeah. time. That's their well, job. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe even responding police officers. We had a case in Illinois where a man went out in his front yard and witnessed two guys fighting, one beating another one with a baseball bat. He pulled mm-hmm. out his gun and said, stop fighting. When the police arrived, they arrested him for reckless endangerment for pointing <laughs> his gun at somebody. So for brandish, <laughs> like brandishing you know, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And, uh, oh and, and that's and that's kind of stuff that that we deal with on a regular basis at the USCCA. We make sure that people have the best possible legal representation. And it's, you know, the legal system is a quagmire. You get caught up in that and it can be a meat grinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, since we're on this subject right now, um, what are the basic protections? So I know like when we signed up, we got the, there's, there's, a, there's like at a minimum three levels of coverage on your site. Right. What are the yep. basic protections that you guys offer? 
Well, um, uh, the first thing uh, on, on the top of the list, you see the big number that's uh, up to $2 million at, at the elite membership level. And that's mm-hmm. for um, civil defense and damages if you're involved in a civil lawsuit. Um, we got a quarter million dollars, $250,000 um, for criminal defense attorneys and the fees and stuff surrounding your defense if you are charged with a crime in a criminal case. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, you're you're innocent until proven guilty. Uh, but, you know, the the investigators are going to be there looking at this from every angle and they might decide that, hey, we didn't like exactly what you did. Um, we're going to take a closer look at that. And as soon as, you know, as soon as a, a, a prosecuting attorney calls you after the event and says, you know, I'd really like you to come down and, and you know answer a few trouble. more questions. You know that they got something going on. You know, don't go down there alone. Take an mm-hmm. attorney with you. Um, yeah. And then we do things like we pay um Bail bonds immediately if they arrest you on on site and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. We have a 24-hour day hotline. Um, it's uh, our our critical response team. Um, if you call the USCCA 24 hours a day, somebody will pick up that phone and that will be your guide. They will help you through, uh, you know, and help you with your membership benefits mm-hmm. to make sure that we get you an attorney who knows what's going on where you are. You know, if you're driving from Florida to Oregon, something happens in in Missouri. You don't want your attorney from Florida helping you out. You want a Missouri attorney, and and we got attorneys in our in our uh, organization okay. all over the country. So all fifty states, but not nothing that happens outside, obviously. But I mean, you're yeah, not really not, out, yeah, not outside the be, states. And yeah. and right now we're having a little bit of trouble working with the state of Washington, and of course New York and New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So um, we're pulling some stuff together to um, to satisfy their legal requirements um, to be able to help our members the best way we can, because okay. um, it, it, it's a very, uh, very interesting uh, group of folks. we got 50 different sets of state laws that we all got to comply with. So, um, so, so, so you're saying like before you weren't having problems with these states and now all of a sudden they're like trying to put roadblocks or something? Yep, in um, they, okay. they popped up and, and uh, they decided that they wanted to take a closer look at what we did and how we did it. So we're working with those states to find um, the the best possible way to serve our members to make sure that we help them out. But um, right now, yeah, New York, New Jersey, and the state of Washington, they're kind of slowing our roll. They're stopping us from doing what we want to do right now until we get it all figured out. Oh, okay. Um, was there a question you wanted to ask here, Babyface? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm patiently listening. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting that uh, these states, I think, to me, it's interesting that these states are, like, trying to make it difficult for you to do what you're doing. It's almost like they don't want anyone to be able to defend themselves there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it, it's uh, – I look at it this way. When you're involved in in uh, any sort of incident like this and, and the, the state wants to press charges, they have almost unlimited – Mm-hmm. Um, ability to do that. I mean, they mm-hmm. don't have a budget that's, that's going to slow them down or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're going to go out and, and figure out what it is they want to do. And honestly, um, we work in a in a world where lawyers are always involved and we're checking every word very, very carefully. And yeah. sometimes that's how it needs to be, but sometimes it just sort of gets in the way when you know you're doing the right thing. And you know that um, the that when we're when our members are acting in self-defense, They've done it properly, and they should be given the benefit of the doubt. You should be innocent until proven guilty. And it's uh, it, it just you know sometimes gets to be a little bit frustrating. But like I said, we're working with those states, and we're going to figure out a way to make make everything the way they want it to be. Okay, cool. Uh, let me see. I'm just trying to try to go through some quick things here. Judd, uh, Judd Miller says he's a USCCA member since 2016. Respect. Outstanding. Yeah, respect to that. Uh, let's see. 
So, um, okay, and then Michael Bender says, how much is a membership? I think you, you've got different tier levels. Yeah, three different levels, um, uh, about 250 bucks a year for the lowest level and uh, 497 for the highest level. Um, if you break that down monthly, 22 bucks a month or 30 bucks a month or 47 bucks a month. Okay. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So on my, on, on my part, oh, first of all, Richard Hughes says the best gunfight is the one you avoid. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. But here's the thing that I want to link to that. So a lot of people looking at this, they're like, okay, I'm going to spend like 300 a year, you know, or 20, 30 bucks a month or whatever. I'm probably never going to get into anything and I'm never going to get that uh, money back. And this is one of the things I think that keeps people from doing things like this, right? Because they feel like this is an investment that they don't get back if they don't ever get into anything. Um Although the funny thing is, when you do get into something, it's gonna look really. You wish you had it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. gonna look like that. But but you know what would what do you guys say to that? And then you know what is there that you that people get um, from USCCA that makes it worth it, even if you don't get into a situation like that. Well, first of all, I look at it this way: that my job is to provide the value that everybody gets. Okay, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. as the director of media, as the guy who's handling all of the stuff, like the videos and the magazine and the training stuff and all of that sort of stuff, we provide education and training that you're not going to get anywhere else, mm -hmm. and that has value. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of stuff that just goes right along with your membership. That if you're if you're a member now, Hank, you've probably been setting up your member dashboard and starting to look at some of the stuff that you got yeah. in there. Yeah, I'm and, just uh, I'm just starting to play yeah. around with. It's like getting a new car or yeah, something. <laughs> and, and, and we fill that up with really valuable and important mm -hmm. information. Mm -hmm. um, uh, guys like me, I'm a working police officer still, and, and uh, we have a, a, a former criminal defense – or excuse me, a former prosecutor and now criminal defense attorney on staff with us who's helping us out to, to show people how that goes. And I do remind people at the same time that, you know what, the odds might be low that mm -hmm. you're involved in something like this, but the stakes are really high. And <laughs> and honestly, you could lose everything. You could survive the fight and you could lose everything. I, I'm not trying to be a fear monger or right. anything like that. Absolutely not, yeah. It's, it's, uh, um, uh, we wanna train you and, and we do, we have great training. Um, I got a book sitting over here on my desk, it's called The Crucial Advantage. We published this book um, from Steve Tarani and mm -hmm. uh, it talks about pre-threat indicators how to make sure you avoid that fight all the time. Make sure mm -hmm. you get out of there alive before anything happens. Those are the sorts of things that we provide to our members. As part of their membership, they get all of this stuff that will help them stay alive and help them stay out of jail. And then if they need the legal backup plan afterwards, that's what we got for them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, okay, here, Big Dre uh, 357 says elite member here. Big nice. Uh, very cool. So one of the things I would say, like, I, I know that YouTube is like a free resource <laughs> mm -hmm. that everyone can look at videos and all that kind of stuff. You guys are on YouTube as well. I'm on there. Babyface is on there. Lots of us are. Um, but the stuff that I, the, so far as training and all that kind of stuff that I've seen you guys do, that's a lot better than what you're going to, you know, just be able to get from your average YouTube video, in, in my opinion. Right. Because you guys yeah. have been seriously doing this for a while. Yeah, and actually, uh, you know, we put together that uh, uh, video TV series we called The Proving Ground. Um, that's out there, and our members get to look at that um, when it comes in. It's it's scenario-based training that we've put together not only with my law enforcement partners and other guys that I work with, but with a group of guys from um, Edmonton, Alberta, and Canada, some of the best police officers in the nation were helping us guide through this mm -hmm. scenario-based training to actually show people how folks react 
under even moderate stress. I mean, it's not the stress of a real gunfight, but those are the sorts of things that we put together in our training programs. Um, and quite frankly, you know, our training division right now is uh, um, we're doing our, our concealed carry and home defense fundamentals and our countering the mass shooter threat and our, our emergency first aid fundamentals. That sort of training goes out there. Just some really top-notch stuff that is, has been recognized around the country as being, you know, um, the cream of the crop. It's really good stuff. And I'm not just saying that because I'm, I'm doing mm -hmm. it. I'm saying that because we're out there looking at what other folks do. And my job has just always been see what's the best stuff out there and be better than that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then I think you guys, just to add to that, I think that there's uh, discounts at different uh, different places that uh, you guys, what's on your cup again? Let me, can we see that cup? Oh, oh that cup uh, says uh, there's uh, a chance this is whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I was going to ask small the odds, chance. but yeah, I was going to ask the odds. Small chance. Yeah. Um, but there's it's after hours. Right, right, exactly, which is fine by me. Um, so there's uh, discounts and different and different things that go along with that, right? Yeah, we got a whole ton of member partners out there who are providing our members mm -hmm. um, discounts on things like firearms and holsters and all kinds of other stuff like that. So, okay. um, the uh, and honestly, I'm I'm you know I may be partial, but the uh, I, I think the magazine is is worth the price of the admission, man. Um, mm -hmm. This this team that's putting together the magazine and. Um, is amazing. And these guys are, are getting recognized now and winning awards in regular mainstream publishing circles where legitimately I went to New York City last two weeks ago and uh, we were finalists in magazine covers where we lost out to people like National Geographic and stuff like that. Oh, wow. And, oh. and, and, yeah. and I would show up and, and introduce myself. Hi, I'm Kevin McCloskey, Concealed Carry Magazine. They would drop my hand and just walk away. They would, you know. <laughs> So they didn't mm -hmm. even want us there, mm -hmm. but they had to say hello because now we were finalists. We were doing that yeah. good of work. Oh, so it's not like your grandpa's American rifleman. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I couldn't help that one. I had to put yeah. that. I had to put that one in there. And I think that if you if you're if you're a member, you get access to like the digital versions of past. Yeah, uh, um, you okay. can get them all the way back to 2004. That you know, that's before I started. You really want to start looking at, at things like January 2013. That's first edition I came on board. Uh, but yeah, you can. Uh, um, oh, uh, I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm see where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. As an elite member, you can see the the editions all the way back to 2004 when Tim started it. Okay. on his kitchen table so oh, okay cool uh here's a question there's a lot of stuff coming in just uh keep putting the uh your questions and stuff like that in here and uh either lolo get them or, or babyface if you see something let me know uh elfsters rifles and reloading says does the uscca have any interaction with the other groups like goa shout out to goa yeah. by the way and the nra yeah. so do, what's yeah. the what's the answer to that do you guys have interaction with those folks yes yes we do have interaction and uh, actually i just got a note uh from uh, one of our reporters out on the road said uh, dave workman from the second amendment foundation says hello and and um we work with those guys out there alan gottlieb and dave workman and oh, cool. and gun owners of america mm -hmm. um you know you probably heard about it you probably saw it you know on the interwebs um, there was a little bit of a split between us and the NRA. <laughs> this um, was my next question. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, I'm, I'm never going to say – I consider it to be like an ex-wife. I'm never going to say a bad thing about it, okay? Uh -huh. um, we still support the NRA. They have an important mission that they do. Um, they support and defend the Second Amendment on a political side of things. 
And lots of our employees at USCCA are still NRA members. I'm mm-hmm. still an NRA member. Lots of our USCCA members are also members of the NRA. Um, we just do two different things. Mm-hmm. And uh, and honestly, yep, it's a competitive marketplace and competition makes everybody work harder and do better. And I think that uh, it shows in the work that we do, we're doing a great job. The NRA is still out there doing its job. It's got its own little internal problems and struggles and things that are happening going on with it. And unfortunately, because it's so big, that makes the media, you know, the media gets interested in that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we're not, you know, you won't see a USCCA booth at an NRA sponsored event. Um, we're sorry about that. We'd like to be there, but, um, you know, yeah. honestly they do what they do and we do what we do. Right. So can I, can I just backtrack for a second here back? Uh, when was this like two years ago? Yeah. About that. Two, yeah. Two and a half. It was like literally a couple of days before NRA show. I can't remember. Was it, it, was mm-hmm. it the one in Dallas or. Um, I can't remember where we were. I think Louisville. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right before that, it's like, oh, by the way, USCCA not invited. How did you go? I mean, can you talk (laughs) about that? I just want to, because I got you on. By the way. (laughs) You know, um, well, that that was exactly what happened was um, Uh we, uh, just before the show was set to begin, um, we got a, a note, I believe it was a FedEx note. With a check for our booth space and, and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, got your money little, back. <laughs> little letter that said, "Hey, uh, you cold. know, um, why don't you Jesus not come Biden. around?" And, yeah. <laughs> and we're kind of shrugging because you know we spent tons of money and we had truckloads of gear down there waiting to go already. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, how how long and, had you guys been going to the NRA shows at this at that point? I think four or five years for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. we, but we were ramping up our, our presence and getting bigger and bigger and doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that was honestly, that was the, the same week that NRA launched its carry guard program, which was a direct competitor to yeah. what we were doing. Yeah. Do you um, think there was any like correlation with that? No, not at all. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> a mere coincidence, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, you know, now, um, if you look closely or you go and you do a Google search for carry guard, um, mm-hmm. they're not out there. They've, uh, you know, uh, this is not an easy business to be in. Um, mm-hmm. and I think we do it very, very well at the USCCA. And, uh, um, again, I won't say bad things about the NRA. Mm-hmm. They're in business to be in business. And so are we, and, uh, we're just going to continue to do our business to the best of our ability. Yeah. If I can just, I know that you can't, but I, and I'm not trying to say something bad about them. Uh, but mm-hmm. I remember when that happened and that was really mm-hmm. horrible. I think that was like real. That was like wow. I thought we were all in this together, gun guys, Second Amendment people. You know, mm-hmm. I know that they were getting into the business and all that. I get it, right? Com- competition, awesome. But man, that was some cold-hearted stuff right there. Yep. <laughs> well, well, um, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> um, it was. I understand. It, it, I understand. It, it, it did come <laughs> as kind of a surprise to us. But mm-hmm. again, you are right. We are all in this together, and we want. Mm-hmm everybody who owns a gun Mm -hmm. to be able to do it however they want to. It is your right. It's your basic human right. Mm -hmm. And it it is preserved. That right is preserved by the Second Amendment. So, of course, we support that. And again, I'll just go back to the, the, you know, the the same thing I say over and over. We are going to be the best we can be in our area of the marketplace. And whether that be training or education or information or legal protection that we're providing, we're going to provide the best. Yeah. And I think ultimately that's going to shine through and people are going to see that. And, and, and I'm not trying to say that, you know, for the folks out there who do have the NRA's version, uh, what is it, carry guard? 
or something mm-hmm. like that, that it's not the best or anything. I'm not trying to even, you know, get into that conversation. I think ultimately, listen, do something. Doing something or having something is better than having nothing. And ultimately, um, you know, people will find out what works for them and what doesn't work for them. Uh, Pixamite mm-hmm. uh, has this comment in this in this vein. He says, we have job insurance in the rail industry. If we get fired over company nonsense, we get paid every week until we're cleared of charges and reinstated better to have it than not yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. so um that's it there i don't know if you have any questions or comments babyface in in this whole nra thing before i move on no but yeah you know i couldn't i I couldn't let someone from uscca come on here and not thanks i i appreciate you know making me feel uncomfortable yeah (laughs) we had to we had to get into that one we had to get into that one uh let's see i'm trying to get people oh boss hog says gold member so shout out to boss hog out there he's a gold member uh rocky mountain bear says i think john lovell from warrior warrior poet society has some training videos of uscca stuff yeah, we just uh, did a uh, big series uh, for what we call our member-only content with John Lovell, and mm-hmm. uh, we put together a series of training videos with John, and we uh, we actually picked out a family from uh, nearby our headquarters and went to their house and filmed right in their house and showed them what they need to do to, to make it a little bit safer for them and uh, gave them mm-hmm. some on-range training. It was great fun. John's a great guy. Oh, nice, nice. So while we're talking about training stuff here, like Babyface, by the way, Babyface is officially like a NRA uh trainer so uh, you have to be well, in the state of florida to otherwise yeah. i can't yeah otherwise i can't train it's stupid yeah florida so. only recognizes the nra have you uh, that's actually a good question if you don't mm-hmm. mind me said segueing into that mm-hmm. do you guys have any plans on is that a, a known issue for you guys you um yeah actually we multiple have multiple states yeah we have a full-time person who is working within the state legislatures to make sure that um our training good. protocols can be brought to the state and can be used um, and certified for um, USCCA training. There's, cool. I believe there's 26 states that require some sort of certification, and mm-hmm. a few of them specifically say it must be NRA certification. So why, yeah, why would that? Why would that be? Why is that? Um, is that just... well, the NRA has been around the longest, it's... and they've been the, the, the a training organization for the longest, and okay. and they they work very well when they're doing things like political organizing and and, and moving in those circles. So the, right. so the nothing big, nefarious the going on there. No, 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 well, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say anything nefarious. I was <laughs> going to say crazy. Remember, Marion Hammer is from Florida. That's all oh, well, the yeah. okay. <laughs> and, uh, um, and, and again, you know, the NRA has been doing this sort of training for a long time yeah. and had the opportunity to talk at the, at the state level. Um, the, big, the biggest problem that we have with a state would be Missouri, which means we have to go to every individual county and get the county to approve our training. Uh, yeah. In, Do you know in, offhand how many counties there are? I think there's like 71 or 68 what? or something like that. So, That's crazy uh, talk. Yeah, oh, I thought so, Florida had a lot of counties. Does Florida have geez. more or less counties than that? Because, geez, I, that's I, a lot of counties. I know we've got 72 here in the state of Wisconsin, and oh. uh, um, okay. I'm thankful that we didn't have to go to each and every one of those. But, yeah, we have a state compliance person who makes sure that we reach out to the state. We follow all of their directives and all of their laws and, and, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, we also have one woman, uh, uh, shout out to Bonnie, because she handles our state laws page, uscca.com slash laws. And we keep that thing up to date every day. I mean, she is out there checking on new laws and changes and stuff that's going on every single day. 
Oh, okay. Is that's, that an app that's or gonna something? Be a hell of a job. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's right on our webpage, just uscca.com slash laws, reciprocity map, and a complete overview of all your state laws. So it tells okay. you uh, where you're going to be legal and, and okay. if you can carry your gun while you're hunting and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Can I, is that an app form that you could get it on your phone? Yes, you can find okay. uh, our yep. So the the USCCA app is out there in the app store and and oh okay, that, I need uh, to get up on that then. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. will even if you hook that up with your GPS, it will tell you when you cross state lines into a place where your permit is no good. What? Okay, what? I'm gonna get that That's right now. That's pretty cool. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. That's let pretty me see. Cool. I could probably throw this up on my. Uh, let me see USCCA US. I don't know if I have it already. Uh, let's see here. Uh, USCCA. Oh, there's the app. I'm gonna get it. You guys are you guys are witnessing history happening here. Is that <laughs> yeah, is that what get it's called? The app? It's a technological yeah, marvel, is what it app. is. Doing the right? face, doing the face ID to get it. Okay, so that's I got that. That's downloading right now, Kevin. Right now, I might, I'll show oh, it I'm once sorry. I get it on my phone. We'll throw yeah. that up on the screen here and let everyone. Uh, uh, thanks to Lola, by the way, for bringing me. So, do you want a soda or something like that? Oh, you got your. Oh, you got yourself a soda and didn't get one for old Hank. <laughs> you still got half a bottle of water. Oh no, I, I switch between the water. Uh, okay. I switch between the water and the soda okay. Okay. while I'm doing the show, mate. Well, I would have got one if you said. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. All right, so yeah, cool. That's I'm gonna get this app. So you, you can use your um, GPS. Yep. And, and you, uh, okay. Plug in your uh, the state in which you have a permit. You mm -hmm. know, so I have a permit in the state of Wisconsin. So mm -hmm. when I'm driving south and I get to the Illinois state line, the app starts buzzing and ringing and doing mm -hmm. stuff. Says, "Don't go to Illinois. You're not you're yeah. not legal. You can't get in." You're there. not welcome there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good idea. I have another app like that called CCW, but it doesn't do. I don't think it does the GPS thing, so that's actually a pretty cool uh, feature. I've talked about that one before, but I'm going to get this, and then I'll, I'll talk about this going forward as well. I want people to know this. I'll tell you why, man. You can get in trouble going across state lines. Um, it happens recently when I was in New York. Um, someone was telling me about a guy in Georgia that had a CCW for Georgia, and he went to New York. I think him and his brother were involved in uh, like jewelry business. He went to New York with his concealed carry gun, had it in the hotel, put it in the safe, but I don't think the safe was locked, and the maid found the gun there and called the cops. He got arrested, and they're offering him like a plea thing of two years, which he then becomes a felon, loses all his gun rights. Yeah. Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah. No, not at all. And I know that uh, New Jersey state troopers were specifically monitoring Florida mm -hmm. license plate vehicles because Florida attaches your concealed carry permit to your driver's license information. Mm -hmm. So it says when they type up the number in the wow. police cruiser, it says, yeah, that guy's got a concealed carry permit. Pull them over. So they go looking for yeah. those people? Let's wow. stop him and see if he's got a gun in his car. Yeah. Know? So, so really, it, listen, and it's not gonna. I don't know if you does use would USCCA help you out if you got into a case like that or no because it's because you've done something that's against the law. Uh, How does um, that work? If you're if you're transporting your gun now, federal law allows you to transport your gun locked in a case mm -hmm. in your vehicle through the state as long as you're not stopping. If you don't stop, you know, to go do anything else, you can mm -hmm. drive all the way through. Mm -hmm. Federal law allows you to do that. So yes, if you get stopped in a case like that. USCCA does, you know, will provide you an attorney and we'll yeah. start, you know, we'll help you out on that. We had a guy from uh, Pennsylvania who got rerouted on a detour into New Jersey because the roads were closed. Mm. While he was there, he got T-boned, got hit in a car accident. Somebody else mm -hmm. hit him. And then 
police search a vehicle incident to the car accident and they find his gun. He's in New Jersey with a gun that's illegal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he called us and said, you know, you guys got to help me out with this. So, OK. And you guys yeah. and you guys yeah. did defend yeah. him and, in that and, case. And there we were, you know, um, okay. the, the attorney got to help him out. I am. I'm sure that I'm going to get talked to by our legal department, you know, for mentioning cases or something like that. Right, There's right. no you're, identifying features in there, but right. Yeah. And also, so you're not are, a lawyer, right? Yep, no, I'm not a lawyer. Amazing, this is, yeah. And this is not legal advice. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, yeah. Um, yes, we uh, um, we we provide services for stuff like that. So yeah. Um, yeah, look, a lot of things could happen. You really don't know. Like you try to be careful. I know when I was going to New York, I I went through my vehicle. I was like so paranoid about taking things up there and all that. Never know. They'll they'll find a shell in your pocket and go, oh, no, can't, can't have that. So, well, the funny thing is like, I, I know. So for example, I took my pickup truck. Uh, which is a Ram, and 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 what I like about them is they have a whole bunch of compartments all over the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then when I was there, I was like, oh wait a second, I didn't check because sometimes I put like ammo. There's these uh there's these things in the back that I put ammo or I throw guns in there or whatever. And I was like, wait a second, I didn't even check that thing, you know. But I was already in New York, and there wasn't anything in there, and I didn't get into anything. But you never know. You just you didn't think yeah. of it. Boom! You you wind up somewhere, and now you're in trouble. Um, I carry my revolver in, in uh, single action. Says my uh, legal expenses are off the chain. My uncle been through it. Uh, trust me, it's worth it. So there you go. That's from him. Um, and then you know, before we get away from this, from from Patrick, like this whole training thing. How does Patrick like get up with uh, USCCA and because like how does he get certified to be one of your trainers? Um, uh, USCCA instructors website USCCAinstructors.com. Um, right down there, we can mm-hmm. uh, um, we have uh, um, what are they called? We have certified instructors, we have training counselors, and then senior training counselors. So I'm sure there is a training counselor in or around the Gainesville area mm-hmm. that can get you hooked up as a certified instructor for USCCA. Sweet. So. I'll look it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there is there a cost behind that? Uh, um, yeah, but I don't know what it is, so I don't want to say. I looked a minute ago, and it looked like it was two-something, 250 I, maybe? Yeah, okay. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I, yeah. I could mm-hmm. probably look it up here, but uh, mm-hmm. that, that certainly would uh, – would cause some trouble. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Um, Joseph Anthony says he's a life yeah. NRA member. Uh, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Listen, you know, look, a lot, lots of us supported the <laughs> NRA. I never became a life member uh, with everything going on. I kind of like, I used to just do it every year. Um, even Richard here with me, you're, you're, are you still an NRA member? Yeah, I'm a life member. Oh, you're a life member. Yeah. See, so there you go. Uh, 2013. <laughs> Since 2013, so you know, listen, you were supporting the Second Amendment. That's yeah. I don't I, think I joined. You know. I joined thinking I was doing the right thing, so I joined as a life member. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if, no, a lot of us. If it was this yeah. year or last year, I I, yeah. I either well I wouldn't have joined. I certainly wouldn't have joined as a life member. But yeah. I'm also mm-hmm. a life member of the GOA, and I joined uh, FPC last Christmas, um, in December as a Christmas present to my fellow. Second Amendment people and gu- and shooters. I I joined the FPC last Christmas, okay. Uh, but that's only like a yearly thing, and then like yeah, the GOA. I joined it um, in the summer of this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't hold it. 
you know, don't hold it like hold hold it against yourself or something like that for doing it. Yeah, yeah. we're we're not a- angry at you, but somebody mm-hmm. is angry at me, Hank. So I gotta I oh, just wait, gotta note that popped on? up on my screen here um, because certainly whenever I speak, they have people monitor me to make Uh-oh. sure that I'm okay. <laughs> uh, I I need to differentiate um, the USCCA legal legal coverage that we provide is only for self defense incidents. We have what's called the USCCA Legal Defense Foundation for those things like when you're in a car accident and you need uh, assistance on stuff like that. So I need oh. to make that real clear to everybody who's watching and, and, and stuff okay. uh, that that uh, the USCCA, um, your membership coverage covers self-defense incidents. And then we have a legal foundation that helps out our members and, and folks in other areas like that. So uh, you can reach out to us and, and see what kind of help we can provide for those sorts of, those sorts of incidents. But we want to make sure that everybody knows your USCCA coverage is self-defense incident with any legal weapon. You don't have to use a firearm. You can, you know, as long as it, as long as the weapon is legal for you uh, to your own. Are fists considered? Fists yeah. considered legal? Yeah, weapon? Okay. If you use your so, keys, whatever yeah, you indeed. use, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, right. and uh, I just want to make that really clear so that uh, nobody can come back and and say. But Kevin said you would cover that, and then uh, <laughs> next thing you know, I'm living under a bridge and I can't buy food anymore. You know, oh yeah, so. no, we don't want that. Uh, also, a couple of things here: we have over a hundred people watching us live right now. Shout out to everyone who's watching us, like 105. Uh, we got like 60 thumbs ups. It would be awesome if you guys would smash the thumbs ups right now. You can also share this video, let people know that we do have Kevin from uh, USCCA on here. Uh, make sure that you uh, ring the bell and subscribe to the channel and all that kind of good stuff. But it would help us out if you smash the thumbs ups in terms of like getting this floated up. You know, we're already being suppressed out there. So, but it's awesome to see uh, the over a hundred people that are here. Also another uh, thing, Lola gave me a note. She says, uh, there is a link in the description to USCCA to get information um, and view all the plans. If you're listening to the audio on iTunes, Spotify, etc., you could text code STRANGE to um, 87222, so you could text STRANGE to that and uh, and they'll send you the link and all that kind of good info. So thanks to Lola for that. We're gonna talk about this uh, more, more and more in the future, but what I wanted to do was like, you know, get everyone introduced here, get your questions in. Babyface, if you have any, I'm gonna scroll through here. Oh, and you see. know, you know I'll ask them when I got them. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not shy about questions. <laughs> yeah. American Freedom Outdoors says Iowa has 99 counties. How, how many counties are in Florida? Someone, Babyface? Uh, you want me to look up how many yeah. counties are in Florida? Yeah, I want to see if Florida is the king of the counties or not. No way. California's it's got to be Texas. Look at how oh, huge wait, Texas, Texas oh. could be. Oh, yeah, let that's me true. see. E-Rock says 67 counties in Florida. Oh, man. Okay, so yeah, we're, we're not going to win that one. Uh, let's see what else. Um, the Motor Boater says, what are your annual fees for carry insurance? I'm a member of Texas Law Shield. Just curious. So, so uh, uh, yeah. Didn't, didn't we just go through that or did I mess it up on my web <laughs> on my webpage yeah, right over uh, here? Let's get yeah. back to this. Annual fee for elite membership, and that's what you're going to want to be. You know, you just you start right at the top, um, is uh, mm-hmm. $4.97 per year. It's 47 bucks a month. And mm-hmm. I encourage everybody to go out there and compare. Uh, I'm not going to say that ours is better. Go compare. Put the put the two plans side by side. Put the uh, um, all the information that we provide, the magazine that we give you, the videos that we provide you. Put all that stuff side by side, and, and you'll see that USCCA is is the best value out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Zeke Shoot says, Hank, a similar situation happened to a lineman when I went to New York for Hurricane Sandy. Oh, man, that, I know. That's, yeah. There was a, a, I thought it was a, a Tampa Tampa Bay football player that had the same issue. Oh, really? That he was on, that- yeah. He was uh, he. They flew into New York or something, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot. I have my gun on me." Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, you're going to jail." And yeah. they Ended up having a so so just for ass out. right. So just for clarification on that, uh, Kevin. So if if someone is a member of USCCA and that situation happens to them that they wind up in, in a different state, and for yep. whatever reason they get into legal troubles because of what they have, or maybe magazine capacity. Or something like that, or this license plate thing, which people are really pissed mm-hmm. off about in the chat. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. You, you guys do cover that. Um, we well, what we have going on for that is a legal foundation, and mm-hmm. that's um, they have to send us a request to to uh, for the legal foundation to help them out, and we'll take a look at over and and route it through the the USCCA membership benefits that that we put out there are only for self defense incidents. Um, okay. We had to clarify that okay. Um, okay. to make sure that we're, we're yeah. good in all the states that allowed us. So um, the legal foundation helps out with other stuff. Self defense okay. is your member benefits. So okay, so let me just dig in. Into this a little bit deeper. So the legal foundation is. Does that only cover people who are members? I don't know. That's okay. one of the questions I'm going to ask. Yeah. So let me ask that right now. Yeah, I'm just curious about that time. because we see different things. Um, I forgot. I keep. I can never remember her name. But there was a young lady who was a resident. Do you remember that of? Uh, uh, I think Pennsylvania. Maj has had her. Has done stuff with her before. And then she was in New Jersey. Remember, she got pulled over. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. Oh, Janine. Uh, Janine Allen. Janine Allen. Sounds so, familiar. Yeah. This is one of the things. Like it's it's re- it sounds really crazy. I mean. I've, I think people need to hold themselves personally responsible in, in today's day and age when we've got the Internet, everyone's got phones and stuff like that. You need to really be aware of what's going on, you know, mm-hmm. in, the, in these different states. You really need to think about it. Don't just like, oh, my state allows me to get the guns. I'm going to get the guns and not think, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, it should yeah. be everywhere in America. You're covered by the Second Amendment. I agree. But you have to think about this before you get into trouble. So that's the reason why I'm asking, like, whether or not you guys use that foundation to help folks who are outside of being members. Um, oh, uh, look at this. I just got the, uh, the U.S. <laughs> concealedcarry.com foundation page here. Uh-oh. And uh, um, it says it is to help responsible gun owners fight unmeritorious prosecution and unconstitutional administrative actions like emergency risk protection orders and other things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Financial assistance from the Legal Defense Foundation may be available to all USCCA members and responsibly armed Americans who find their rights to protect themselves or their families under attack. So um, it will help everybody, um, but you got to apply to the foundation. You got to state your case. You got to say, folks, I need some help on this. It's so, it's an unmeritorious so prosecution. It's you're already kind of in the, the shit if you need to. Go for that. <laughs> yeah, you're already something, in a little bit of trouble and have yeah. yeah. some money out of pocket. Something has happened, and yes. uh, and uh, the the Legal Defense Foundation um, may and I'm not, uh, this is not a promise. This is uh, mm-hmm. we're going to look at this individually and see what we can do to help you out. Yeah, um, yep. the the USCCA uh, member benefits 
cover you in a self-defense incident um, for other sorts of crazy prosecutions or something like that. We have this foundation which may help you out. So yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a tough thing. I know when I come across these stories, I always tell like when someone was telling me about that in New York, I told them, hey, if, if the people involved in that, if they could somehow get me some kind of mm-hmm. written thing of their story, then maybe I could pass that on to GOA, uh, yep. uh, you know, maybe, you know, USCCA and some other folks that I know we could talk about it and see what we could do. You know, maybe the the gun media like MLN News and uh, yeah. Truth About Guns, etc. that we could try to help you out. It's kind of tough once you get into that. Ultimately, uh, what is the, what's that legal thing? Like ignorance is not, um, yeah, e- ignorance of you the, from law the law is not a defense. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I just got another note, Hank, to to remind people and implore they're imploring me to remind people <laughs> that that the Legal Defense Foundation is not part of your USCCA membership. Mm-hmm. It's something totally separate. So um, I can I can maybe even uh, send over that information and, and let folks know about that. Uh, I, I'll read off what they gave me right here. Mm-hmm. Legal Defense Foundation Incorporated is not associated with or included in your self-defense shield <laughs> protection plan and is not a guaranteed member benefit of the USCCA membership. Mm-hmm. Access to the foundation <laughs> is available to all USCCA members <laughs> and responsibly armed gun owners, but no mm-hmm. guarantee on the foundation stuff. So, um, yeah. But yeah. but it is out there, and, and mm-hmm. if we can figure a way to help you, we try to help as many responsibly armed Americans as we can. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So I hope we've stated that enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we might have to state it again before this conversation is over. But I think it's really important to be clear about this and, you know, not give people false hope or, or misinformation. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and again, you know, they put me out here. I'd, I would much prefer to talk about the latest new guns and, and uh, you know, what happens when the police pull you over and stuff like that. But everybody wants to know what's going on, you know, um, mm-hmm. from a from a business aspect of USCCA. So I'm getting myself up to speed. I just got a note that said I'm going to have to have study time before I go on. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh retraining. <laughs> uh, so so should we should we actually talk about some of that? What sure. like if you run into the situation with that you guys typically recover what are your best practices so best practices in like when uh, you're, I'm, when you're I'm just trying to give the cops so or, or okay. yeah with cops with whatever yeah i always i've always heard i need to speak with my lawyer is, is one of the best things yeah and and actually um that's you know i, I look at this from both sides because i'm also I, I'm, I'm still a working cop i'm only working part-time now but um and and now as a, a representative of the USCCA, I don't want you to say anything to guys like me. I don't want you to talk to cops until you talk to an attorney. Um, that, that's exactly it. But the, the best statement you can make to a police officer is, I will give you a full and complete statement as soon as I talk to my attorney. I want to cooperate, but I'd like to talk to my attorney. There is some things that you can help out with, you know, um, yeah, he, you know, he was wearing a red and white checkered shirt and he ran that way you know, at least help people start the investigation when they're at the scene or something like that. Or those people saw what happened and look, there's a knife laying on the ground. That's evidence you might not have seen. Um, Those sorts of things can help out. But, um, and the one thing I would ever in the interrogation room, it's time to lawyer up. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. If once they take you away from the scene, once police officers take you into custody and and that's exactly what it is, you're not under arrest, you're in custody and and there's difference. You're being detained and they can detain you for a while. And in some cases up to 48 hours before they actually arrest you. So, um, 
they're going to they're going to take you in. And once they do that, yeah, get get an attorney and, and have an attorney present when you're 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 talking to anybody who's asking you what we in the police agencies call guilt seeking questions. When yep. we start, you know, um, and and that basically is it like once you've been Mirandized, they're going to start asking guilt seeking questions. So it's time to lawyer. Yep. Up. Yep. Typically. And and honestly, um, you know, there is a time and a place, um, you know, for your Miranda rights. Um, and a lot of people, you know, the worst thing in the world is somebody is saying, I know my rights. Well, you know yeah. what? Well, that's what <laughs> I was that's what I was going to ask you. Like, what, <laughs> about, yeah. what about before they slap the handcuffs on you and, you know, Mirandize you? Like, what about before that? Do you well, anything you say, even mm. up to that point, anything you say um, that that can be used, you know, that that's okay. evidence that's that's um, um, coming out there. So. You got to be careful to what you're going to say to a police officer at any time, Mm -hmm. Um, especially something. um, There's a term that we use called excited utterance. That's something someone just blurts out. You know what? It's it's, and and the courts kind of look at that as typically true. So you need to be very careful with what you're going to say. And honestly, just if you invoke your privilege, your privilege to remain silent. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk to you until I speak to an attorney. Then. They're not supposed to be asking you any other questions. Yeah. So one of the things, and by the way, I've probably gotten a couple of uh, uh, shekels, as Walter says, from USCCA over this, because I have a video where I was pulled over here in Florida. Oh, yeah. Um, It's called Driving While Strange. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Kevin, but uh, it's actually one of the popular. Yeah, it's one of it's one of the popular videos on Hank Strange, and uh, there's a lot of USCCA. You know, uh, you guys are one of the only, one of the few places I should say that YouTube actually lets advertise that is somehow yeah. connected to the gun world. Um, we should yeah. probably get into that here in a second. But every time I every time mm-hmm. I see a USCCA. Uh, thing I'm always surprised. Anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I definitely want to get into that. So here's the thing: like when that happened and I got pulled over, you know, um, they asked. First of all, they made me step out of the car, and then like, are you armed? Which I said yes. You know, I think I kind of messed up because my hand involuntarily wanted to move to my mm-hmm. side and stuff like that. But then once I said that, the guy wanted like a reason to go into the car to see Absolutely if there was more not. stuff. So like, yeah, do you, you know, it, like let's say I'm in USCCA or whether I'm, I am or I'm not, uh, you know, how do I approach that? Mm-hmm. Do I start thinking, hey, I need a lawyer or do I need a lawyer at this point? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, for a police officer to, um, to get in and search your car, he has to have a reasonable, articulable suspicion that you are committing a crime or that you will be able to destroy evidence, you know, of a crime that uh, that he's looking at this stuff. So mm-hmm. um, or if there's something in plain sight, anything that's in plain sight, I got that all day long. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's laying right there. That's mine now. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I can see that I can use that as as evidence and as reason to grab mm-hmm. it. But um, you have to understand, too, that in some of the places <clears throat> oh, excuse me. You know, if there's an open carry law or if there's rules about how you can carry your gun in your car, just having a gun, you know, here in the state of Wisconsin, we didn't have a concealed carry permit till 2011. Mm-hmm. So prior to that, open carry was perfectly legal. They just never told anyone that it was, you know. Really? And, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and wow. and mm-hmm. uh, um, the, uh, the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled that they were arresting people for open carry on the charge of disorderly conduct. And the Supreme Court finally ruled that simply carrying a gun does not rise to the level of disorderly conduct. Oh, you have not. to do something else with that. So, mm-hmm. okay. um, it's, yeah. uh, 
So, so, so yeah. like as a as a well. I don't want to say as a member, regardless of whether you're a member, if you're in a situation like that, that you, like, for example, the reason they used to pull me over was tinted windows. It, it gets mm -hmm. a little deeper than that, um, you know, yeah. but that's what they said when they pulled me over. Um, you know, what? what's your, like, best advice in that case to me, for me to say, no, you can't? Because he was like, oh, do you mind if I go, you yeah, know, never check give the consent. Yeah. Never give consent to search. Um, okay. if, if he asks, if he says, could I search your car? That means he does not have reasonable suspicion to search your car. He's trying to get consent. Mm -hmm. So don't don't ever give him consent. Mm -hmm. If he pulled you over for tinted windows, the best he can do is stick his little disc in through your window behind it to see <laughs> if he can see that disc. That's mm -hmm. all he's got. He doesn't get to go in the car and go on a fishing expedition, try to start anything mm -hmm. else like that. So okay. um, and and for a traffic citation like that, that's typically not going to involve an arrest. He might give you a citation for that. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't get to search the car incident to arrest. Mm -hmm. He could, you know, if he was, if you were still sitting in the car, he can look around in what we call the lunge area, mm -hmm. anything where you could reach and grab something very quickly. But again, we're looking for stuff that's, that's in open view that, that we can see going on right there. So, yeah. um, no, yeah. when a when a police officer asks for consent, it's because he doesn't have a good reason to search your car. He's just trying to get consent. Yeah, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a chance to look at that, and maybe one of like the uh, we'll do a follow up thing on that whole video, or maybe when we're together, once you've had a chance. There was another thing. I don't want to get into specifics on it here because um, I'm I'm trying to keep someone uh, from getting into trouble. But there was another story that we did talk about uh, with a young man that was on a college campus, um, and like he works for a firearms company. He accidentally like he was late, wound up on this campus with the firearms which he wasn't supposed to be. And then, like you were saying, there was a little accident, and then the campus police were like, oh, you know, if you cooperate and help us out, because I think someone saw, like, a magazine or something like that sitting on the seat, right? Firearms mm -hmm. magazine. Uh, not, yeah. not the paper magazine, but an actual magazine that holds cartridges. And so he helped them out and, and, and let them and have access. And screwed them. Yeah, and and so now yeah. he's he's got massive uh, problems, pro you know, uh, highly likely to become a felon now, not even be able to work in the firearms industry, you know. Uh, wh what do you think about a situation like that? Um, you know, I, I really like it when people cooperate with law enforcement when I'm in uniform. Um, <laughs> I, I, but honestly, no, mm -hmm. don't answer questions. Don't don't give up anything. Don't tell the don't tell police officers you did anything wrong. It is our job to be able to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt, okay? And that means we have to find the evidence legally. We have to make sure that we are doing everything in accordance with the Fourth Amendment that, that, that prohibits illegal search and seizures and stuff like that. And the Fifth Amendment that requires you not, that allows you not to incriminate yourself, um, mm -hmm. those sorts of things. So, um, no, um, if, 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 again, when police officers ask for cooperation, why don't you just help me out, buddy? You know, make it easier for everybody. Nope, it's gonna make it easier for me. That's yeah. who it's gonna make it easier for. Mm -hmm. And if it's not in plain view, and they don't have a search warrant or a reason to get a search warrant, then you know they, they shouldn't be in there looking around. And yeah, go you know wake up the judge at two in the morning and see if you get a search warrant. <laughs> exactly. It, you better have really good reason. You know, um, mm -hmm. and here in the state of Wisconsin now, I have to get a search warrant to draw blood from a person I suspect 
for driving under the influence. I can't mm. just take him to the hospital and draw that blood. I got to wake up the judge and explain what I got and get the warrant to be able to do that. Oh. Okay. So, can you do? Can you do the? Uh, you can't do breathalyzer, or you can't. Um, breathalyzer is um, inadmissible, isn't it? Oh. Right. It's just, oh. it's just to put you to yeah. let the cop know where you are. Yeah, uh, breathalyzer just uh, sort of uh, follows through on our field sobriety tests. Mm -hmm. We do the field sobriety test. We look at the eyes. We look at the, you know, standing on one foot and things like mm -hmm. that. And then we say, I think this person is impaired, blowing the breathalyzer. Yep, that confirms my suspicion. Now I have reasonable suspicion to draw the blood and get the accurate amount of milliliters per liter in blood. So oh, okay. um, that, that's what we're after here. Yeah. So, so in the, in like these cases that we're talking about, what happened with me, the other hypothetical one that I was just talking about, uh, is this something that USCCA covers um, directly or, yeah. or does uh, it have uh, to be something that happens no, where see, not a, you actually defend it? It's not using a, 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 yeah. a, a weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, right. An actual self-defense incident where you mm -hmm. were acting mm -hmm. in – um, you're, you're in fear of, of death or great bodily harm and you decided to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's what our, our uh, member agreement covers. Um, when, you, when you look that over, it says we cover self-defense incidents. So we have that foundation for the other stuff like that, which we would call, um, I, I think they call it, you know, um, I, I should look at the word, but, but mm -hmm. a prosecution that probably isn't making any sense. Um, you know, mm -hmm. so you can, you can reach out to the foundation and say, hey, you know, this is a railroad job. Can you help me out with this? And then they'll, our legal team will review it and, and determine whether or not we can, you know. Okay. Basically, all lawyers look for the same thing. Can we win? You know, yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. And that's yeah. exactly it. So, okay. But, lawyers do not like losing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So Turbo Bill um, asks another question. I don't know whether or not it's going to fall in this category. I'm going to say probably. Uh, does USCCA cover red flag laws? So what the if you foundation, get the foundation, the foundation um, handles yeah. our red flag stuff? Yeah. The USCCA coverage is only for self-defense incidents. <laughs> okay, yeah, two you know, very separate things. Sep yeah, self-defense incidents with a legal weapon versus everything else is on yeah. the other. Right now, how do the actuary? So this is a whole thing about insurance. Just so, I, like, this is my like you know mild understanding of this. Like, how do the actuaries look at going into other things that people may face um, yeah. outside of that? Like, oh, I got red flag. Now that now I have to go get a lawyer to defend myself so I don't lose my guns or to get my guns back, whatever it is. Right? Um, you know, when you. I, and I know that you're probably not an actuary, but have, no. has, UF, has USCCA looked at this and said, oh, maybe this is an area we should venture into to offer people this coverage since it's going to happen to a lot of us? Yeah, and I think that's uh, – um, I, I can't speak for the the leadership team, you know, the CEO, CFO, mm -hmm. and, and those guys. Um, they're, they're looking at all aspects of trying to help responsibly armed Americans. Um, the, the USCCA – um, foundation. Again, we'll go back to that. You can apply and, and, and tell us your case and we'll look at it and see, see what we can do to help you. Um, but the, if you're involved in a self-defense incident, they're going to look at all aspects of that. And they're even going to look at things like, you know, alcohol use and, and that sort of stuff. So I mm -hmm. encourage people to read that membership agreement mm -hmm. when you join the USCCA and understand completely everything we got in there to make sure that you are not breaking any laws. And, and that's one thing I tell people as a cop is, you know, never break more than one law at a time because that's when you get in trouble. You know, if uh, um, that's if almost impossible with, in America, man. That's, that's really laws. true, though. Yeah, like, but, yeah. like getting pulled over and getting a ticket's not too bad. 
uh, yeah. having a big bag of Coke in your car as you're getting a ticket, <laughs> that's a really bad thing. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's what I tell people all the time. I have not given a speeding ticket, I think, in seven years. If somebody's just speeding, great, slow down, be on your way, you know. Yeah. But yeah. now they're speeding and their license has been revoked. Oh, and now they're yep, speeding yep. and, you know, they, they've got drugs in the car or something yeah. like that. And so the AK yeah, sitting so. On, the, on the seat. Yeah. Can, I, can I just say how much I love the – Oh, what's the name of that? Uh, the live live PD man. I oh oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> you and Walter love live. Uh, so, do they go to Wisconsin? Live uh, PD I don't know if they in, have Wisconsin? in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Do you know about that? I don't know if you know Kevin. It might be outside. I don't know. Of, uh, I, I haven't seen him up here. Um, oh, okay. I've, I've never seen an episode of cops being filmed up here or anything like that oh, either. Okay. So, no. yeah, they don't want any part of Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, listen to quickly just to go back here for a second to the debate of the counties. SoCal Gunner says that Cali has 58 counties. Clint that, huh? Yeah, Clint Sanders says probably Georgia is the biggest one with 159. And then Boss Hogg says Texas has 254. <laughs> Whoa. So, so if anybody okay. could top that, go ahead. <laughs> 254 counties? <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay, so that, uh, let's see here, let's see, okay, if there's any other questions, let's get the questions um, going here. Uh, are we coming through to everyone? Uh, I hope we're, uh, hopefully we're just coming through. By the way, everyone out there, smash the thumbs ups, please. Make sure you do that, ring the bell so you can be notified. We have Kevin from USCCA here. We're taking questions, going through all that uh, all that kind of stuff, so um, help and us out. Maybe you could remind the listeners that Kevin would really like some softball questions. You know, like oh. what's your favorite gun? <laughs> no, or something like I know. We're going for like the hardest of hard. <laughs> you know? Yeah, gee, um, what's your favorite gun, Kevin? <laughs> what well, do you, do you, uh, you guys have concealed carry there, right? So, what is your concealed carry? My everyday carry gun here. I'll, I'll uh, I will remove it and turn off the the flashy light and the laser, <laughs> and I will, I will make it safe and. This, this is it right here. It is a Glock 19 that is modified by the folks over at Lone Wolf Distributing to be what's called the Gray Man Pistol. All right. And uh, I put that together for them and said this is what I wanted in my gun. I wanted a, a tungsten guide rod to keep it a little tighter and make it shoot straighter and a custom barrel and a custom slide with waves on the side because I was in the Navy and I like the ocean. So, nice. um, oh, okay. Yeah, so basically it's a modified Glock 19. And I have can you that, hold it um, up? Can we see that? Hold it up to the camera yeah. a little bit better there so we can show the people. And I have the uh, Viridian slide. C5L light and laser system on there. So Is that the okay. one that when you bring it out of holster, it turns on? Yeah, you got to see this. It's actually pretty cool. So yep. gun, gun is safe and clear. Everybody sees that. So I'm going to close up the slide and put it uh, – in the holster here they call it this instant on technology can you can you see oh, we cool. got that going there oh okay as soon as we as soon as we drop it in the holster shuts off, off. as soon as you clear the leather comes right back wow. on what is that so, is that a light sensor what is it's a, a, there's, there's like a, a magnet in the holster yeah, a rare right? earth magnet they call right in here that just shuts everything down when it's in the holster this mm -hmm. holster is from galco it's a king tuck it's made with the instant on technology mm -hmm. and you just pull it out and it's already on and ready to go so. Okay. Is this instant on technology only available in the Galco? Or is that available no, other uh, places? I know DeSantis is making it and a couple mm -hmm. other holster makers as well. So, oh, um, okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's out it's there. A, a lot it's a Viridian thing. You just have to have it specific yeah. for the Viridian yep. light. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm digging that instant on technology. Yeah, very cool. Here's another question since uh, Kevin wants some uh, easy ones. Uh, the motorboater <laughs> says off topic, but this, which is exactly what Kevin's looking for right now. <laughs> Give him a little break. Uh, d- uh, does Kevin carry a firearm off duty? If so, what's his go to EDC? Was that the answer or is it something else? Kevin? Yep, that's the answer there. On duty, I carry a Glock Model 22, a 40 caliber. And yeah. off-duty gun has to be substantially similar to my on-duty gun, so I carry oh, a Glock 19. So, mm-hmm. uh, and and yeah. that's the reason for that, so that my my training can cross over. If I do something and I'm suddenly checked back on duty, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then I, I was using a gun that that's substantially similar, so I've trained and qualified and certified with that gun. So. Okay, cool. Do you have any other softball questions? I'm looking through here right now. Baby what um. See. So what sort of protections do cops have separately from civilians? Because I know, like, oh, good you guys have That's like, not shooting softball, protections. Though, but. Um, no, it's no. not softball, though. Uh, actually, um, actually, all the same laws apply. Um, and I can only speak for the state of Wisconsin here. Mm-hmm. All the same laws apply. Um, and, and actually, the idea of preclusion, which is deadly force is the last thing we can use, um, and we can only use it if we're faced with an imminent deadly threat, um, and all of that stuff is investigated by our State Department of Criminal Investigation. Um, they come in for any officer-involved shooting or anything like that. They want to look over everything that we're doing, and all those those laws still apply. Um, the reasons that we're using deadly force, same between officers and civilians, stuff like that. Um, you know, and it used to be that officers would get the benefit of the doubt. Not anymore. You better oh, have God, that no. on video because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's exactly it. Our local district attorney says he hates the fact that video cameras have come about it, because it, it used to be an officer so would testify and people would believe him. Now, nope, it better be on video. So. Mm-hmm. Do you have Do you have to wear one of those vest cams or? Uh, we don't have body cameras body cams. in our cruisers here. I mean, mm-hmm. I work in a in an agency that only has five sworn officers, so it, oh, you know. Okay. You know, the budget's still pretty small. You guys okay. don't have uh, a whole lot of, of first-degree crime, though, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually. <laughs> lots and lots of murders. What, mostly what we're dealing with is DUI, uh, a lot of underage drinking. And lately there's been um, – we had a – in the county, we had a couple meth explosions, and that Ooh. shut down the meth operation. Uh, um, so you guys the, are good now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the folks didn't want to burn themselves up, so they, <laughs> they've been they've been starting to import heroin yeah. and fentanyl now. But uh, – yeah. um, so. Good indication of where the meth dealers are. Oh, see that kaboom right there? They yeah. Might. yeah, I think that was that <laughs> They yeah. might be over there. <laughs> Follow the smoke. Yeah, that's so. small that's small town policing though. I mean, I actually yeah. think that's the best policing in America, the small town yeah. policing. So I mean, here's a here's a random question. When mm. you pull somebody over, do you touch their um their brake light? Yeah, I put my hand on the vehicle when I walk up, you know. What and, uh, uh, what's the reason for that? I just want to make sure that people know I've been at that vehicle, that mm-hmm. I was that I was approaching that vehicle, that if anything were to happen, yep, they know that I was there. Yeah, um, I, I've always heard that it's yeah. it's like back in the olden days, they would look and say, okay, his fingerprints are on this car, and yeah. somebody in this car knows he was here. And, oh, okay. I see. I see what and, you're saying. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. you're putting a fingerprint on there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that trunk is closed, that yeah. nobody's going to pop up out of the trunk and, uh. and do something silly. Okay. Yeah, uh, I guess that's smart, and, too. I didn't think about that. And, and honestly, we don't have a whole lot of, you know, people will say, oh, you're living in a small town like that. You know, we've had some pretty crazy people do crazy stuff. Yeah. It, you know, mm-hmm. people are people anywhere. They get stupid. It's just mm-hmm. that we don't have 100,000 of them. So, you know, we don't get the five out of 100,000, you know, we yeah. get it yeah. occasionally. Yeah. But still, you know, I've had a couple of different times where 
I was scared enough to pull out my gun and start, you know, barking orders and, and, you know, thinking that my night's going to go bad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you, you'd get to see something really stupid, you know, like a naked guy with a hatchet running around or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I th- is it story time? Can you no, tell no, us no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Tell us a story about a naked yeah. guy with a hatchet. <laughs> yeah. And no, the sing the single worst or group of worst days was whenever we had to patrol the local campgrounds in the summertime. Mm. That's just out of control. So yeah. that's just a place where <laughs> people get they think they get to do whatever they want, yeah. and uh, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, people think that small town policing is not dangerous. I could tell you, like my small town. Um, uh, what was that? That was over a year ago, probably like two years ago. That's, uh, the two guys just got like what executed? Yeah, this guy just walked up car. to them. Yeah, no, they were having lunch inside of a Chinese oh, okay. restaurant in town, oh. and they were sitting down. This guy just walked up to them with a with a rifle and just shot both of them, and then went back yeah. to his car and killed himself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean it it, it uh, can be it could get it could go really bad. Most of the people you probably know. You know, mm-hmm. or you're aware of who those people are, like it happens in a small town. Um, and then and even it could be someone that, you know, that just they just snap like that, you know. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and everybody around here has a high caliber deer rifle, you know, or a shotgun or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. um, we it was it's probably five years ago now that we had an officer a few counties over who was killed by a man that he knew. Um, the, uh, the electrical crew was out there trimming trees for the power lines and he wanted them to stop. So he came out with his rifle, said he'd had enough. They got to stop. They called the cops. He showed <laughs> up works. <laughs> yeah, and said, Hey Richard, you can't be doing this. You can't be yelling at people with your rifle. The guy just pulled out the rifle and shot the cop, oh, man. you know, Whoa. and, and yeah. it was, it's those sorts of things that you can never really. You know, it, yeah, you're probably going to be safe, but are you really sure? So I, I oh, no. always, I always err on the side of being extra safe when I'm out mm-hmm. there. You know? Yeah, and this, it's mm-hmm. eleven minutes for another cop to get to me. So yeah, yeah, this is a long time. Eleven minutes in life or death struggle is yeah. an eternity. Yeah, this is a very uh, schizophrenic uh, topic of conversation because we, you know, we were just talking about, and someone has a comment here, which I'll read that that goes along these lines. But you know, we were just talking about things that cops could do and how to defend yourself against it. And sometimes cops do, you know, they're human beings, and and so there's bad ones and they do bad things. But at the same time, these are people who most of us want. You know, to, we want to have police um, in our communities to some extent, and they're taking a risk, and terrible things could happen to them. And yes, they're also human beings. They have families and all that kind of stuff, and they could lose their life. So it's you know, you always feel like yeah, we're, that's why I don't come down on the uh, on the thing like yeah, I hate all cops. Mm-hmm. You know, I know mm-hmm. sometimes we we yeah. get that kind of stuff, but I don't come down there. I think there's bad cops and there's good cops. I uh, I especially appreciate like uh, my my local guys because, like you just said, man, where I live, um, and a, those guys are rolling solo, and and some of them are my, you know, I know mo- uh, most of them, and some of them are even like you know friends, and they're out there on their own. So three o'clock in the morning, something goes wrong, and they're out in the middle of nowhere. There's no one coming. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. And and I like what you said about, you know, yeah, cops are human and, and, and there's a few bad ones and, and so forth and so on. They told us something at the academy that stuck with me all these years was that if you if you're a cop and you become a jerk, you know what? That that person that you're a jerk to out on the road, he's not gonna take it out on you. He's gonna take it out on the next cop he sees, mm-hmm. not you right there at that time typically. So, you know, I think about all the other officers who are out there who are uh, I'm setting an example for them. 
So. Yeah, and the same thing goes for the uh, for the for the person that uh, you know. I almost said civilian. I think cops and people were all civilians. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the, that's yeah. reality of it. But the same thing goes for uh, for on our side, right? You know, you're a jerk to a police officer. You might you that He's might not affect take it you. Out on some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. some poor some poor guy down the road is going to get a horribly yeah. high ticket. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> so um, here, let me get in uh, Rocky Mountain Bears. Uh, comment here he says i'm beginning to suspect kevin has multiple personality disorder <laughs> one is a cop and the other is a lawyer that loves sticking it to the fuzz <laughs> to the cops yeah <laughs> well you know i look at it this way i want all cops to be really good cops so that yeah. i don't meet up with that guy who just dealt with the bad cop you know mm-hmm. and it uh, makes it makes uh, anybody in your profession not just cops and specifically here but anybody mm-hmm. that is in your profession that makes you look bad it's going to make all of you look bad. Yeah. Like, and, you don't and, want that. Uh, and, yeah. and I I take it very, very seriously, this idea of, of protecting and helping people, you know. Um, and I, a friend of mine, uh, uh, he's much younger than me. He just got hired by an agency now, and he's going to go off and become a cop. And and one of the things that, that I told him was that everybody's going to be looking at you. You're going to be under a microscope. And the day you no longer like the job is the day you got to quit because it, you're going to do something that's going to either get you in trouble or get you killed or, or make all the rest of the cops look bad. So mm-hmm. um, I remind people that we volunteered for this job. You know, mm-hmm. I went and I filled out a whole bunch of paperwork and went to school and, and I asked for this job. The day I don't like it is the day I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good. it's uh, so Richard Hughes says, how come I don't meet this cop on the road? <laughs> <laughs> that, that Richard, that might be because you like driving at 100 miles per hour on a regular basis. <laughs> you know, that might be the reason, Richard. I don't yeah. know. It's just a just a theory. Yeah, yeah, just and, a theory. And and, and how how do, Richard? How do you say hello when the police officer arrives at your window? That yeah. you know, that, usually oh, yeah. with his uh, with pebbles, his pet parakeet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that probably, that, you know, I don't know how. Oh, Pebbles is probably in there often, right? Yeah. 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 Um, okay, the pants. This is on the flip side of that. The pants says, a cop used a roll-up paper target as probable cause to search my truck for drugs once. That sounds pretty it, sketchy to me. Rolled-up paper target. Huh. Wow. I don't, you know, yeah. I, I, I apologize. I don't know. I, yeah. There had I, to be something. something I'm wondering where that, that is. Something. Yeah. I would also like to know what that location is, because I think depending on where you are, like cops know, hey, people shoot around here. You know, they go shooting yeah. and they go yeah. they go to the range and stuff like that. But um, OK, Jade Grew wants to know, um, would the USCCA um, have been able to help FPS Russia out of his situation? I don't know if you're well, aware. That's back in the news right now. Yeah, yeah I, don't I, know if you're aware I, of the situation I, I haven't been following him. I don't know what his situation is, but mm-hmm. yeah. I can say this and I'll, I'll say this because I know that the my chat window will pop up if I say anything else. That uh-huh. if his situation was a self-defense situation, <laughs> yeah, you can help him with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> How many times do we need to say self-defense yeah. versus uh, everything yeah. else? Also, yeah. no one here are lawyers today. None of us are yes, lawyers. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so just to, to I don't know if you're aware of this, but FPS Russia hasn't been doing uh, gun related videos. Um, I think like what has it been maybe two years ago or something now? He, yeah, he somehow got uh, busted with either some uh, either. I don't know. I'm not sure if it was marijuana or uh, CBD oil or something like that. THC oil or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But he wound up because he's in the state of Georgia. He wound up um, taking a plea deal. 
and he and uh, he became a felon, lost all his gun rights, and he recently uh, went to prison for several weeks and then came out. And I know mm-hmm. there's a petition being passed around right now to, um, I don't know if the governor of Georgia is going to pardon him, but folks are trying to get um, a President Trump to pardon him so that he could get back his gun rights. Because it's, it's really sad that, you know, even if, let's say that it was marijuana, it's sad that a guy who has brought so much uh, joy to folks out there, you know, when it comes to guns, the Second Amendment, et cetera, and, and he's a nice guy, it's, it's kind of tough to see that. He can't own these guns, much less make the videos and all that that we all enjoyed, you know? Yeah. 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 So, no, I just got another note. It popped up here. Uh Uh-oh. And, and yes, again, sorry we couldn't have helped him with that. Um, He Mm. could have petitioned or or might still be able to petition the legal foundation uh, because that is open to everyone, Mm. um, you know, to provide some assistance in that direction. Mm. But, again, there's no guarantee that we will help out. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the USCCA member benefits help you if you're involved in a self-defense incident. So yeah. self-defense people. Sorry. It's just really <laughs> funny that everybody's like, can you do this? And you're like, did yeah. you use a gun in self-defense? That's your, yeah. that's the one basis yeah. here. Well, it's a good thing to know. It's a good thing to know. I need to thank both Jessica and Casey who are sending me notes regularly <laughs> saying, here's one. Stop talking now. <laughs> shout out to was it Jessica and Casey. Shout out to yep. them. Uh, also yep. shout out to MW Tactical um, as well. Let's see here. There was something I was going to say. Oh, Richard Hughes wants to know, would you rather fight one horse sized duck or a dozen duck sized horses? I, I would I would fight one thing at a time, you know, then I can focus on whatever's <laughs> happening right there. Yeah. So. Um, horse-sized duck. Man, that's going to be some delicious dinner right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like duck. <laughs> that's good. I always vote the duck-sized horses because you can just kick them. That's my thought. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, oh, shout out, like I said, shout out to MW Tactical. Um uh, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any, if, if you've got anything, Patrick, let us know here. Um, uh, yeah. Someone wants to know why they would help, uh, FBS Russia with a drug charge. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's just that he wound up, uh, losing his, his gun rights there. And it's something that's in the news, but you know what we're trying to do? We're trying to help folks out here and make everyone aware of what USCCA is versus what it isn't. I think that's what we're trying to do. Um, I know one of the things, Kevin, is that, so let's say I'm a member, right? My family mm-hmm. members are covered on my property, right? Is that correct or incorrect? Yeah, your, your spouse and I believe your minor children um, okay. are covered um, uh, okay. if they use self-defense on your property. Um, okay. As soon as you step out of the yard, you, they have to have individual memberships. Oh, okay. That. Yeah. And then I think like if your spouse, so if your spouse becomes, are there like, um, is there a discount if spouse or, or direct family members? I, I'm pretty sure there is. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I bet Casey's watching right now. Casey, is there a spouse discount? And now yeah, my computer know. should ding in just a few seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should also have Casey on. Yeah. Yeah. Next um, time we could do that, so, by the way, if you guys want to. We could so, totally have. Yeah, you could, I really think, Hank, that maybe next time you should have the smart people on and not me. <laughs> we're good. And, no, we're no. enjoying the conversation with you. We're oh, enjoying absolutely. it. Yeah. So, um, James Miller. James Miller wants to know what's Kevin's favorite Billy Ocean song. <laughs> uh, Caribbean Queen, right? Oh, the, there you go. Caribbean wow. Queen. You see? 
I'm a child of the dream. 80s. I remember. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, there you go. Good so, man. Oh, you yeah. just got bonus points right there. You know. <laughs> now, if next time you pull up, you pull someone over, sing Caribbean Queen to them. Let's see how that goes. There we go. That'll work yeah. nicely. I just, I just got a note from Jessica. Uh-oh. She said, "Yes, there are spouse rates." So. Oh, cool. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. We're, okay, we're, but what about what about other family members? Is there no? I don't. I don't okay. think so. I mean, yeah, you know, choose your, choose the child you think has the most potential and <laughs> put them on. Everybody, you know? chime up. <laughs> so, um, yep. Yeah. Um, so here's a good question from the arms man. He says, "I have family members that are in the police department. However, seems like I'm at the range training more often than they are. How much range time, and or are you guys required to train?" required to train and there will be some officers who only do the requirements Mm -hmm. this is why i always get into this debate where people say only cops should have guns because they're trained um yeah we are required to shoot 60 rounds of ammo twice a year that's it that's our requirement it is a 60 round qualification course and it is so easy that my sergeant makes me shoot headshots now because you know that's He's just like, yeah, you're you're shooting either too slowly or or you know shoot headshots. Um, but uh, it's and there are some cops who will you know um, police work isn't all about guns. That's that's not it. But when guns are required, you better use them right because you're liable for that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. During our 40 hours of of firearms training, almost all of that time was was telling us when we were allowed to use deadly force and reinforcing the fact that we will be held accountable for every bullet we fire down range. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, honestly, cops don't shoot a lot, or I should say some cops don't shoot a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other cops who are out there shooting all the time just because they enjoy it. But, you know, um, the truth of the matter is I would much rather talk for 20 minutes than fight for two. So if I can talk my way out of a fight, I'm going to do that because I, I don't want to have that fight because there's a loaded gun on my hip. And, and again, the whole world thinks they're going to win the fight. You know, you might not win that fight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no one, you, no one knows what direction a fight's going in uh, when it starts. You don't know how it's going to end. I mean, what was that thing that Mike Tyson always says? Everyone thinks they're a badass until they get punched in the face. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> got a plan until you get punched in the face. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more like <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So oh, I, I got further follow-up information on the spouse and family ideas that we got going here. Okay. Um, your spouse gets a discount if you're if it's a, if you're legally married. You get you know it can't be a common law marriage or anything like that. Legally married, and then um, we don't have family discounts. But if you have a group of five or more people, we got a discount for that. For group okay, rate. cool, yeah. And then I think someone asked earlier whether or not uh, there can be a Hank Strange discount. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to assume that's no. But I'm going to ask the question anyway, just to speak. I don't think yeah. we've got that logged into the computer, into the Salesforce thing yet, you know, the, yeah. the Hank Strange <laughs> discount. So um, I'll have to talk yeah. to the chief sales officer. Yeah, we'll see. see. I'm not sure whether or not there is. Uh, listen, I would think don't um, don't get too caught up in that. I'm not trying to make anyone do this thing. I think what we're trying to what we're attempting to do here is get better or mo better information <laughs> for folks out there on exactly what USCCA is, and and then you think about it and think of whether or not, um, you know, it's going to be appropriate for you. Uh, Brian Quick says, I feel comfortable thinking policing in Chicago is more dangerous than small town USA. Um, it depends. Time. It's, I don't know. You, you can, you can answer yeah. that, Kevin. 
Yeah, it, it probably is more dangerous uh, mm. policing in Chicago than in, in, in small town USA. Um, mm. We understand that, you know, mm. uh, it, it's there's more people. There's probably more calls that you're going to. There's probably um, a time when you got calls in the stack that you can't even get to all the calls that you're going to. I'm not going to say that that patrolling, you know, the mean main street. And yeah, we got one main street here <laughs> in Iola. Um, is is anything like the, the things that cops in bigger, more dangerous cities are dealing with. Um, but we still do have to be aware of what's happening when we come up to a house and there might be a domestic dispute going on inside that house or, you know, or somebody's going to open the door and send their dog out on us or something like that. It's mm-hmm. uh, um, it's I, I err on the side of safety. And yep, I know that I live in a relatively safe place and that's why I live here because there's not a lot of people around. And I joined the police department because I didn't want to be a volunteer fireman. You know, I wanted to help the community and that would, is, is what I thought would be the best way to do it. And the truth of the matter is I started thinking about this real seriously. I became a cop in 2005. Um, back in 1998, my brother got shot and killed mm-hmm. by an off-duty police officer while my brother was committing felony robbery. And mm-hmm. I started looking into what happened and you know what? I probably would have shot him too. It, it was yeah. something that that he made the wrong choice, and I started learning all about this stuff after that choice was made. So yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's yeah, it was it was kind of a yeah. tragic day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Okay, Tony London, who's also from uh, from Co- England. Cool. Cornwall, oh, he's from Cornwall. In the southwest. Yeah, that's one of your people. That's yeah. one of your people. So wait, <laughs> this is international now? I'm going yeah. international? Yeah, we're international. We're into- I wow. think he's in Florida. I think he's in Florida. Wow. But uh, here's his thing. He says, London is extremely dangerous. I've been away three years upon my return. It's shocking. Uh, street fights, arguments, stabbings, and shooting just daily yeah. in London. So that's his... Uh, no, since they took the yeah. handguns away 20-odd years ago, like probably 25 years ago now... Every year, gun crime in the UK, on on the mainland, went up. And then, if you go to Jersey, where you can still own everything, there is virtually no crime. You know, there's no crime on the Isle of Man, and they've mm-hmm. got all their handguns. Yeah, you can come in, come in here. Yeah, um, go ahead. You know, there's no crime in the Falklands, and they've got all their handguns. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have. There's no such thing as a carry law in the in the in the UK anywhere, unless you're like a farmer or a gamekeeper on your own land, and you're using the rifle or whatever for vermin or pest control, then you can carry the gun. But as soon as you get on the main road, that gun's got to get put away. And, I mean, I've been pulled over before with guns in the back of the car. And unless it's armed arm police, they can't touch your guns. They can call the armed police, but they can't touch the guns. And mm-hmm. um, I've only had, like, one bad experience with police um, with my mm-hmm. guns, but I've had other cases. I, I, I got When I brought my car... Uh, 2005. I got pulled over once here five times in one week. So five times in seven days, just because of <laughs> you're doing something wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in the end, it was a, a sergeant, a police sergeant, on the desk in Bournemouth that said, "This has got to stop." And because every time I got pulled over, I had to take my paperwork down to the police station to show, "Yes, I've got insurance. Yes, I've got a tax and everything else." Mm-hmm. And it was the police sergeant in Bournemouth that said, "This is enough." And then after that, I didn't get pulled over. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that. That's you know. I mean, that's the unfortunate thing about uh, you know where the freedom that we enjoy here in America uh, is not enjoyed everywhere. Even though we don't like you know, even to us, even in America, it's not enjoyed everywhere. So, 
you know, that's, and then the other thing quickly that uh, Lola wanted me to add, she says, yes, the audio podcast is international. So is this. It's, it goes live. Sometimes Richard catches it while he's over in England, right? Yeah. It's yeah, just sometimes, time. Yeah, I, yeah. I've been on it for a while because I've had yeah. Start yeah. early in the morning. Yeah, it's kind of late in England, right? Yeah. What time is it in England right now? Like uh, midnight? Well, when the podcast finishes, it, mm-hmm. it's 2 a.m. So oh, it, wow. it runs from 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. Oh, yeah. So, so for, for the people in England, from midnight to 2 a.m., yeah. this is where we're at if you want to join us. If you're up, if you're working or whatever, you know, come over and join us. Uh, let's see. Okay, I've got another thing here. Uh, Chris Bullis wants to know, does Kevin carry a patrol carbine slash rifle? Yes, and my patrol patrol yeah. carbine slash rifle um, is an AR-15, um, and it is a uh, ten and a half inch barrel. And uh, I do have uh, what we call a quick switch on that rifle, so it is a <laughs> class three weapon. Um, because uh, at the time, the sergeant who was uh, um, uh, issuing us our weapons and, and working in our agency wanted us to be able to use one level of force higher than anybody might use against us. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, mm-hmm. we do have a – and I also have a, a patrol shotgun in the vehicle, uh, which is basically used for dispatching deer that have been hit by cars. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, go can, ahead. I, can I add to that a minute? We, mm-hmm. had, we had some police in the U.K. because – our police aren't all armed, mm-hmm. and we had some police. They because uh, normally where I live in the New Forest, you get someone. There are people issued with handguns and that to do that job. There's another part of the UK. They got uh, police attended a road accident with a car. There was a deer there that had like three broken legs, and they got into trouble because they just beat it to death with a metal pipe. Uh, and yeah. because none of them are obviously armed like you are um, all mm-hmm. the time, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's true what you say. There's good police and there's bad police. I mean, those police had the number of the guy to call out because there's a, an approved um, dispatcher, mm-hmm. but they they couldn't be bothered. This, so the dis, yeah. dis, uh, approved dispatcher is someone who comes in. Uh, yeah, you've got an approved person that can yeah. come out. And Humanely. Like, because like, where I live, you get mm-hmm. drunk people, they hit horses and deer all the time. And there's like either someone from the Forest Commission will come out or, or um, there's a verderer and he's in uh, like a... Like a sheriff in the New Forest, basically, it's not. He doesn't have the powers to arrest. He just deals with animals, and they get called out, and the animal gets put down. But these police in another part of the UK, they couldn't be bothered, and they beat this uh, deer with three broken legs to death with a metal pipe. Okay, that's just plain. Yeah, they got in a lot of trouble for it yeah. because the animal rights people were just like going oh, absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah, they're idiots. They should not be. They should probably not be working there. They, they're probably in the wrong. If that's if that's your go-to. You know, uh, in a situation like that, I mean, at that point, you you could have probably taken that thing into the hospital or something and saved it. So. Well, three broken legs, they put it down, but, you yeah. know, they should have done you the wrong. get those little wheelie yeah. things that, you know. Little deer wheelies. You could go through the forest. You just put knobby yeah. tires on it. He could still get you, through. You can, you can <laughs> Google, you can, on Google, you can um, beat, um, look it up, uh, like UK police beat deer to death and you'll you'll find the story oh, where it was in the I uk totally yeah it was like a couple yeah. it's like a couple of years ago or so oh okay Babyface is gonna look that up now yeah i want to know about this <laughs> uh here let me go on to another thing um so okay elfster's rifles chiming in on the um on the situation with fps russia he says uh he said in a video on youtube it was two ounces of pot and they took over four hundred thousand dollars of uh worth of guns worth away of from firearms, yeah. it wow yeah, that's uh, 
yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, I yeah, I think those guys were particularly going after him, though. In in my opinion, I think mm-hmm. there's something going on there that they decided to make an example of uh, FPS Russia, or you know, some some other thing. I mean, I think that's a that's a pretty long story that we probably can't like adjudicate mm-hmm. all of it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that gets yeah. a lot deeper. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, all right. So David Cardinal has something USCCA related here. All we'll right. I'll do my best. Not, yeah, we'll find out whether or not you can answer this one. With the emphasis on self-defense, how does the USCCA cover members who come to the defense of someone else? Well, um, that still falls into the self-defense category because um, in most states, and I, I can quote our statute here in Wisconsin, you can use force um, if you are faced with an imminent deadly threat to you or another person or persons. So mm-hmm. um, if you come to the defense of someone else, if you are legally acting in defense of an innocent person, yes, then we cover you for that. So. Yeah. Okay, there you go. And Elfsters had a, a similar question, which is pretty much the same thing, but I'll get it in here. Thoughts on using your EDC in a Good Samaritan role where it's not your life that's uh, in absolute danger, but it's someone else's that is under immediate threat of life? How is that uh, for a softball laugh out loud? Well, your, and, and actually that's, yeah, that becomes a pretty complicated question because I will ask you this, okay? You come around the corner and one guy's beating another guy and, and – uh, the first guy pulls out a gun or something like that. You don't know exactly what's going on. You don't know who's who. Um, unless you have all of the information, mm-hmm. everything, and you know for absolutely 100% certain, don't get involved in that fight. Be a good witness. Call it in. Do something. But mm-hmm. understand, if you get involved in that, you are risking everything you own and everything you will ever own and your freedom for somebody you don't know. So the, the analogy that we use at the USCCA is, is there's a shark tank over there. Why are you going to jump into that shark tank? Going to mm-hmm. jump in for a total stranger or a wallet or a wristwatch? No, you're probably going to jump in to save a family member or someone you love or someone you know absolutely certainly you're going to get involved with this. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure that before anybody gets involved in a deadly force incident, they know for certain what they're doing and why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have all that information, don't get involved. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, education and uh, thinking about things ahead of time. I don't know if every human being does that. I think some of us are wired to think about things before they mm-hmm. happen and go through those scenarios in our head. I'm not saying that's going <laughs> to help you when you get there. You're just going to react. But I think that, um, you know, education on this, somehow putting some kind of information into your brain and then thinking about it and maybe even like, um, training or something for a situation. Yeah, the, like the statement I use is that your body can't go where your mind has not been. You need to think about this stuff before it happens. And what are you going to do? I mean, if you're walking through the mall and you suddenly hear gunfire, you should have had a plan of which direction you might want to go before those the the gunshots are going off. So, mm-hmm. um, and it's a little bit morbid, and a lot of people don't want mm-hmm. to think about it. But you know what? Again. The odds are low, but the stakes are really, really high. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It goes back to what I was saying about life insurance. Most people just don't want to do that. And then all of a sudden, boom, something happens mm-hmm. in life. And, you know, someone who maybe even was young and you didn't think this was going to happen and you thought, oh, I'm not going to waste money on that thing. Something happens. It's yeah. too late to think about it when you're already there. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely too late to act on it 
um, or to have anything positive come out of it if you're thinking about it then. It does seem morbid, mm -hmm. but we need to think yeah. about these things um, ahead of time. So there was some yeah. discussion about uh, Jessica and Casey, by the way. Uh oh, so, Jessica and Casey yeah, have that been was mentioned. Some, yeah, there's some. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to save you all the different discussions. <laughs> I'm just going to hit you with this Good. one so they could chime in. Brian Quick says, let me throw this up here. Uh, Brian Quick says, is Jessica or Casey, hopefully female, uh, cute and or single? <laughs> oh, I'm not allowed to comment on any <laughs> yeah, of that. Exactly. Yeah, human, yeah. In our chat. human resources. Human resources. <laughs> yeah, HR. Really HR. So, human resources. You know? <laughs> and then, and right now, and Kevin, you need to go to see human resources tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> that I knew that I knew that was coming. By the way. Um, so let's see. Uh, Richard Hughes says Trump is letting people off on minor drug charges. I do not think Kyle is in danger. He should get a pardon. Uh, okay. Yeah, but That's he's not FBS politically. Russia. He's not. He's not politically big enough. He doesn't make a. You know, he's not agenda. He's not the the yeah. prime agenda target to get off or whatever. Not like that woman that ran cocaine and then killed some people and then mm -hmm. they pardoned her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, James Miller says, uh, what long gun does Kevin keep in the car when on duty? Uh, I think, I, <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I don't know if you're allowed to actually talk about, I know someone asked a similar said, question. No, already, we, yeah. I have an AR-15 and a Benelli, uh, 12 gauge shotgun, um, for duty use. Pump okay. or semi? A semi-auto shotgun. Semi -auto, Is it an M4? Yeah. yeah. I love my M4. I, oh, I, I knew, yeah, I knew that's what you were segueing into. <laughs> and I also have a Benelli. I love my Benelli M4. <laughs> you need a Benelli hat or pin or something. <laughs> I'm going to see if I could get, I have to remember to get you one of those from Shasha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, can you say what AR it is? What is it? What's uh, stamped on I, the lower? I actually there? don't know. They're all the oh, same to what? me. They're, oh, okay. They, yeah, that's they're really true. You know, true. It's, uh, yeah, um, I have, I have a, a my own personal rifle here. Um, I have a Delton AR that works when I shoot it. I have mm -hmm. an, an ad core gun that uh, was, you know, four times the cost of my Delton that mm -hmm. works when I shoot it. So, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I'm one of those guys, gun, go bang, gun, good, you know? Mm -hmm. so it's, Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much it. Tony London says, hopes this, hope this gentleman stays always safe on patrol. May all his interactions be pleasant. Thank he you very much. Yes, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, yeah, he put petrol, but we we translate it. We tra <laughs> we know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. we translated it. Um, uh, and then Sam Risdom says, "Wait a minute, are you from the WI?" Yes, I am. <laughs> he just came in. He just came in. Oh, so he just saw yeah. he saw my Fond du Lac, Wisconsin T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, is that a real place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was I was looking at that. I was like, what is that thing? It sounds like something from um, from uh, Shrek. Well, yeah. close, that, you know? Isn't that the town in Shrek, Fond du Lac? I don't know. <laughs> something, yeah, close to that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, probably, probably. Um, okay, let's see what else we got. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any other questions coming in here. Uh, from There's a whole conversation about England going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And SoCal Gowner wants to know how often you go to deer accidents, Kevin. Deer accidents? Yeah. In in my county right up here, we will have um, about 10 a day. Um, what? We're in, no way. We're we in the busiest county in the state for deer car accidents. Um, every day? I will, yeah, every day there will probably be 10. 
Um, we get to the point where some of them, they just call in dispatch and they just tell us that it happened so that we can then write up the report. And it's, you know, a deer car over a thousand, more than a thousand dollars damage. We go take a report and we let people know it happened under a thousand dollars damage. Huh, where's the deer? If it's not That's blocking the roadway, thanks and have a nice night. So there, wild. there are deer around here like vermin. They're just everywhere. Our uh, our deer season will open uh, on Saturday, next Saturday, and uh, honestly, um, the, You're they'll hoping probably... every single one of them is gone. Yeah. <laughs> so here's just, my question on uh, this: When you show up to those scenes, are you allowed to like process that deer right there and you um, know, package it up? What, what I carry in the car is I carry tags for the the vehicle owner to take that deer. So uh. I will tag <laughs> I will tag the deer, and if it's not too far gone, I'll ask, "Do you want this?" Yep, they want it. You know, they just cause a thousand dollars worth of damage to the car. They're taking yeah, the deer home. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll show I'll, that deer what's what. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll tag it and let them take it home, and they can process it and and, and take mm-hmm. care of it. That's, so that's yeah. funny. Um, okay, this is on the uh, FPS thing. SoCal Gunner says, um, "Isn't weed still federally illegal? Why haven't the feds raided slash arrested so many famous people that they know have weapons and do drugs?" Okay. Um, yeah. Political, it's all about yeah. politics. Yeah, that's all politics. Optics. It's all yeah. optics. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Tony London says he shouldn't put himself in the danger with the weed, do it in a private <laughs> area, whatever. Um, Unabide and- says you guys need some more wolves up there. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. need to unleash a big pack of wolves to go handle everything. I'm sure they have wolves, actually. Right? You got to have, you got to have, well, at least, uh, what do you have, coyotes? You got to have wolves, though, right? Oh, yeah, we got wolves, and, and yeah. there's actually a, um, a bear that lives uh, kind of right across the road from my office here up in Iola. Mm-hmm. He's hanging out in the cornfield this summer, and uh, mm-hmm. now that winter's come, I'm sure he's uh, moving to a nice little hibernation den somewhere out here by the golf course. Yeah, so. this, is, <laughs> this is for uh, – who was that? Due to bides. Let me, mm-hmm. let me link this in chat for you, Hank, this, this Twitter thing. Okay. Um, uh, and by the – yeah, okay. Let's see. Also, Jake Delahome says, in all fairness, FPS should have used better judgment due to all the scrutiny he's been under the past few years. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Yeah, just getting, um, yeah, I'm just getting everyone's comment in on that. I understand. This is one of the things that's in the, that's in the news right now. So, you know, we'll see how that. (laughs) Everybody wants to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the way I look at this sort of stuff is, you know what, we may not like the law, but it's still on the books and we got to work to get it changed and, you know, pay attention to that prior to getting it changed. It's, um, you know, however you feel about the the recreational use of marijuana, you still got to pay attention because something like this can come and happen to you. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, just want to see. Someone's asking me how the Florida situation's going. I'm not sure. What's up with that? Okay, uh, let me look at this thing. What is this that you're sending me here in the it's, chat? Uh, <laughs> you can read it out. It's uh, a, a oh, Twitter why do I have from to? months ago. Why do I'll read I it. Hold on, I'll read it out. This this guy tweeted this months ago, or maybe, a, oh, God, years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, deer population is out of control. Uh, deer population is controlled by releasing wolves into an area. All problems should be solved that way. Too much pollution? Release wolves into the factory. Dislike Congress? Wolves. Want to lose weight? That's right, <laughs> wolves. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yep. 
yeah, you know what? That there's yeah, just have truth. people be chased by wolves constantly. Yeah, wolves <laughs> solve all the problems. Yeah, yeah. There's some uh, there's some truth to that. So this was was this like a meme or something that? Uh, yeah, it was some. It was just something on Twitter from a while back. Oh, here, let's see. Okay, I think I could throw it up here. Let me throw it up now. So there it goes. So, so here's a here's a, a a personal question. Have you watched The Mandalorian yet? And do you have a subscription to Disney Plus? Okay, there you go. I I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, no. you just said hey. a whole bunch I, of foreign words to him. Yeah, I <laughs> see your mouth moving and I hear noises coming out, but I don't understand a thing do you're you have, saying. Do you have kids? First off. Uh, my kids are both in college. Okay, so, so that doesn't mm-hmm. count. Hank, mm-hmm. Hank's the only one here. I yeah, think mine are both Disney in college. Plus. Yeah, my, so yeah, he, Disney, Hank has his own copy of Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, so Disney Plus. So you know, everyone's doing their own streaming thing now. Yeah. So Disney came out with its own streaming thing. It's called Disney Plus. So the show, the Ma- the Mandalorian, is a show. It's a series that's on there, and it's to me better than Star Wars. I don't know if you're a Star Wars fan at all. I don't know if you're into sci-fi stuff. He's from Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. You're still I, I might talking little, gibberish. I might be a little bit of a Star Wars fan. Maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You do like Star Wars. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah. yeah. I actually saw the original movie in theaters. I'm that old. So, oh, oh. Um, can we what ask a, you how flex. old you are? How old what are a you? flex. <laughs> I, I, I'm 53 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. You got me beat. Oh, I was hey, about to say. Is, don't, don't react like that, Hank, yeah, man. That hurt. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to be like in my age category. I saw it in the movie theaters, too. Okay. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a sci-fi. So Mandalorian is a, is a new Star Wars thing that's out there. I think it's pretty good. If you ever get a chance to, you know. It's, it's only Bounty Hunters. Hank's trying to get me to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. You know, um, are you it's, allowed it's to watch a, movies while you're out there patrolling? I'm going to say probably don't answer that. <laughs> no, no, I, I, oh, I, I shouldn't be doing stuff like that. I should be paying attention to like where I'm driving and, and that sort of stuff or or the radar gun if I'm stopped, you know, and, and that, that sort yeah. of thing. Crash. You know. Wait, wait, yeah. hold on. I got to finish this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rocky Mountain Bear says, good for Kevin. Avoid the devil mouse at all costs. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, like it'll be cool if you rolled up in Wisconsin. Some, you know, like a deer was on the road. You rolled up, took out your lightsaber, <laughs> kettle in the stomach. Yeah, you know, the guts come point, out. Uh-huh. Two thousand nineteen, we were promised floating cars and hoverboards. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a comedian who posted a song. You know, where's my jetpack? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, same thing from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what, what we got? Do we have a couple of things from Back to the Future? Probably. We're right now on something that was in Back to the Future. We're having a video chat. That's right. Yeah, okay. that? okay, yeah I'll give that's you that. kind of yeah. Yep. The old Dick Tracy video phone. You know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. Yep. We've got okay, that. Okay. Going. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. There's some things. There's some things. We do we do we have the hoverboard? Not really. I know we got. We have I mean, those sneakers. That, that one self- that like mm-hmm. that one that you like lean. It's like a Segway without the the mm-hmm. middle section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, what's this here? Uh, Brian Quick says, I watched The Mandalorian. I'm not impressed. Maybe it's Star Wars burnout. The show was a little uh, has a little dialogue and moves slow for the wrong reason. So there you go. Uh, Brian Quick does not like it. It's Brian Quick's uh, what he uh, thinks of, of The Mandalorian. Yeah, there you go. From uh, that's actually what I like about it. By the way, it reminds me of the classic old uh, westerns that Kevin and I watched in our youth. 
I was a little bit younger than Kevin, I have to say. Uh, You know, I I was a lot younger, actually. (laughs) No, just, um, yeah, but, you know, it reminds me of that. Like, or even, for example, remember uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator? That was the best acting from Schwarzenegger ever because he didn't say anything. Really? <laughs> and I really enjoyed that. I think yeah. he had to holler like "Get to the chopper." <laughs> yeah, the chopper. yeah. He's, yeah. I think he said "Get to the chopper," and then when the when Predator was about to kill him or something, he goes "Ah." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That's, that's all. And I thought that was awesome. Like he was acting with his eyes. You know, those. Oh, so anyway. Um, that's the part I like about it. I like the slow pace and stuff like that. But we'll let we'll let more people out there get a chance. We'll let Kevin get a chance to check it out. And uh, when he comes back, we'll get into that. We're actually approaching the 9 o'clock hour right now. So what I want to do here in the last part of the show is, um, you know, I want to give Kevin a chance. Kevin, if, if folks are out there, want, like if they have more questions, we're going to end it tonight. Yep. But if they have more questions... Can they reach out to you? Who should they reach out to? Um, they should just go right to the website, mm-hmm. um, uscca.com. And uh, let me uh, let me. In other words, don't right reach out there. to Kevin. Yeah, don't <laughs> you know, talk to somebody who's really smart. Um, yeah. <laughs> and if even if if you're a member or not a member, and you want to call in at 800-674-9779, that number again, 800-674-9779. Nine seven seven nine. We got people who will talk to you twenty four hours a day. They will answer every question you have. You mm. can ask them about their favorite gun or my favorite gun or anything, anything that has to do with concealed carry. They will help mm. you out. Yeah. So. So if you're yeah. lonely, if you're lonely, and- <laughs> do, no, we get, do not do not call me. <laughs> from, from what I understand, they get a lot of people who call them just because they're lonely. So. That's such but, an uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, what a great, what a great place yeah. to call. Listen, so. are you, do you remember OnStar? I think there's still yeah. OnStar, yeah. right? Yeah. OnStar still. Yeah, Sometimes I would press that. I think I had like a 99 Cadillac Escalade, which was one of the first vehicles that had OnStar. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would just press it. Like, oh, see. <laughs> see if there's do, anyone do out there get, actually. Do you not get charged for that? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. No. You could just you could just press that button and be like, oh, I'm just, you know, just needed someone hey, to talk to. Yeah. And they'll go, oh, think, oh, good. You know, how are you doing? I'm going to try that because I think Barley's GM has OnStar. Yeah, you should try it <laughs> We're out We're going to go to dinner one night and I'll be like, hey, uh, what are you having for dinner? It's pretty late over here in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Brian Quick is asking about someone's number. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah. No. So there you go. Uh, okay, so and Lola's reminding me along the same lines as uh, what Kevin's uh, Lola says there's a link in the description to USCCA to get information and view all the plans for anyone who's inter- interested in that. And if you're listening uh, to the audio on iTunes, Spotify, etc., text code STRANGE, S-T-R-A-N-G-E, to 877—why uh, do I want to say 877? 87222. This is why Lola— Should I try that again? STRANGE to 87222. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Um, and that will send you. And then if you text that, you'll get the link and all that kind of stuff. Um, so there you go. And just so you guys know, you know, that is like uh, an affiliate thing that we have set up, you know. So um, I, I just want to make sure there's full disclosure on that. Kevin, so you don't want anyone to call you for any reason. 
ask you any questions. <laughs> no, do you do you have some social media in case people want to follow you on social media? Oh yeah, they can follow us at uh, at uh, USCCA. We're on on uh, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, and Instagram, all over the place. Just search for USCCA um, and, and get out there and follow us. And we do some really cool stuff. We just did a great photo shoot featuring GI Joe. Well action figures oh um, yeah okay clean it yeah. up before, which, which before jessica helping. sends you a note over there yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be helping <laughs> helping folks determine their their uh their personal safety needs through the use of uh action figure size dolls and, and so forth so oh cool okay that's cool that's cool let's uh by the way elfster's rifles and reloading says thanks kevin for the amazing information and then he goes elfster out dot, nice dot, dot. <laughs> which I'm assuming there's a mic drop <laughs> or all that. I don't know. There's all that kind of stuff going. Shout out to Elfster. We're going to have him on here um, soon. Okay, Babyface P, how can the folks out there reach out to you, sir? YouTube.com slash Babyface P. Uh, BabyfacePea.com will take you to my Facebook where you can message me or Babyface P, Baby underscore Face P on Instagram. One of the three is uh, is how to find me. Yeah. Also, Lots and lots of content coming out. I have lots of videos on the pike. I, it's not like I used to be where I would just get one thing out every couple months. No, I'm every every week at least. Right. Yeah. Now. And if people are in the Florida, if they're in or like let's say Gainesville, Tampa areas or whatever, they can get some. Uh, they can get their CCW class from you, right? Yeah. If anybody is in Northern Florida or in the Tampa area and wants to take a CCW course, let me know and I'll set one up for you. Yeah. And then hopefully soon we'll get him up on uh, USCCA. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He'll be, yeah, he'll be certified. We'll, we'll make yeah. that happen. Uh, the pants says, hit the OnStar button and say, Alexa, play Billy Ocean. <laughs> 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 Someone, I'm sure, will do that. Okay, before we get out of here, I want to thank Richard Monder. He's uh, yeah, he's here. You. you know, thanks for hanging out with us all week. Um, you know, some good stuff going on. You guys yeah. will see a lot of that coming up here in the future. Um let me drop the end. Everyone sit tight right there. I am going to drop the end on this thing. There we go. Make sure that you guys smash the thumbs up. Leave your comments here. Of course, ring the bell so you can be notified every time that we go live here on the channel. I want to thank Kevin Mikulowski. Very nicely done. I yeah, common Kevin. spelling. <laughs> yes. common spelling. Yeah, absolutely. From USCCA for coming on the show tonight. It's been great, man. I didn't even notice the time. Time went by like a lot. It flew fast. Yeah. Yeah, of course, I want to thank uh, Babyface P as well. All you great folks out there, thanks for smashing the thumbs ups, joining us and all that. We will see you guys tomorrow. We're out of here. Kevin, Babyface, any last words here? Anything? Thank you very much for having me, Hank. It's good to see you again. We got to get yeah. together and go shooting. Absolutely, we do, man. We'll make some plans for that, and we'll let you know. We'll we'll share that stuff with you guys. All right, that's it. We're out of here. See ya. Peace. Take we'll care. Be back tomorrow, and we're out. <laughs>